Okay, mm-hmm. mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They do interest free. You don't gotta let him rush you off here. <laughs> are you guys? Are you guys ready? Oh, this is gonna be a doozy. Let's do right. it. <sighs> Welcome to episode sixty-eight of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter, along with my family. Beside me, we got first arrival, my boy Jace. Bad news, GG. Below me, we got JB, the uh, Pax antagonizer. <laughs> What's going on, Pat? Uh, diagonal, we got the Pack CEO, Cut Carter. What the? And last but not least, we got my boy coming off of a trip to Hawaii, Honolulu. <laughs> <laughs> My boy Demond. What's going on? Gentlemen. What an earrings at player? What an earrings at player? Just chilling. He said he vibing, cuz. He said get off his back. Ooh. Yeah. How you how you doing, Jace? How you doing, man? It's great, man. 2K Lee got you hot. I know I saw you dropped out just like JB. Y'all both twins when it comes to that 2K stuff. And- y'all are y'all are never mind. I'm tired of losing. Yeah, catch me two guys. Two, I mean, two catch anymore. You got to get better first, but for man, bro, I can't. I can't beat the cheese, bro. I'm just gonna wait for another game. Two K, two K, always gonna be cheesy. I'll always be cheesy. I can't, <laughs> cheese, I can't beat the baseline. Hey, I can't beat it, bro. Hey. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's not capping. That's the thing. <laughs> Come out of personnel too. Oh, oh, Derek. Oh, oh, there's one strike. My bad. God uh, damn. You and JC, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a muzzle. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's coming. I mean, yeah, it's going to come, of course, but I'm just saying. <laughs> there's one strike. Uh, before we start, uh, I want to say rest in peace to Congressman John Lewis and Reverend C.T. Vivian, uh, two civil rights uh, leaders. Help get us to where we are today when it comes to voting and civil rights issues. I want to say rest in peace to those guys. Both legends. Hats Both. off. Take your, take your hat off, Demond. That's a sign of respect. <laughs> that boy need to go see G Boy. Hey, man. I take that ugly do rag off, but we know that hairline pilt. Nah, my bruh, you almost made me respond with an ugly <laughs> comment, but not today, Satan. You, you, you want one of these, don't you? It's okay. You get yours tomorrow. I need to give me more. I need that. No kissy. <laughs> uh, before we even yeah. touch the NFL, let's touch what hey, has Bruce, returned. Let's touch, let's get on you, bro. Hold on, hold on. Shake the room. Shake it. <laughs> I knew you going to do it. Bruiser, meet the woo too, uh, <laughs> Carter. <laughs> Great hitting no chaser. Perk 30. Hey, Dior, Dior. You see it? Bruiser said he called him for team because she for the team. <laughs> My girl got me right, got me the pot smoke braids. You feel me? Rest in peace to the woo. Meet the woo too. Deluxe was nice. Except for that showing off part two with Fabio. Shut up. Hey, 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 hey. Horrible. Uh, let's get into uh, the NBA. Uh, scrimmages are kicked off yesterday uh, as they prepare to play July 30th. Uh, yes, basketball is back. MLB is on right now. Nationals and Yankees. How about uh, the Lakers? They're playing right Lakers now. They look great. 
boy Brian going crazy. Going cool. Look great. Oh, so give me you guys this, give me you guys a scrimmage takeaways. Demond looks like you're ready, so I will start with you. I mean, I just I'm a, I appreciate artistry and music and football and everything. When you look at basketball, you got to appreciate the artistry and hoopers. Paul George is a purist. He's just a hooper. He just comes back just putting up buzzer beaters and turn around Jays, Euros. It's, it's so natural, bro. You don't have to try to do too much when the game just comes to you. So I just want to shout out to all the hoopers out there, man. We, we want to see y'all come back and dominate the game, man. Shout out to hoopers. Oh, jeez. Jace, what you what's your biggest you t- your your takeaways from this NBA scrimmages? Um, right now I think my MVP of the, uh, of the scrimmages right now is Duncan Robinson. That boy got a burner on him. Good guy. That's all I got to say. That's why you can't give Jalen nothing. Look how he reacted. You see, you saw Jalen reacting. Jalen, come on, talk your heat, talk your heat talk, bro. Talk your heat talk, bro. I'm gonna let you go. Talk. Well, I I wasn't gonna start on my. I was gonna say the best for last. So. Let me start by saying I really enjoyed seeing that lineup from Denver. Seen a lot of great things from Bo Bo. Uh, Jokic, I think they're going to be a team to really be reckoned with out in the West. Could Could make a push for the Western Conference Finals, but I'm not really sure I need to see more. I would like to see Jamal Murray get on the court. What I hear from you is we're treating these scrimmage games like the NFL preseason. <laughs> no, I think they should be used – I personally think, I mean, you have eight games preceding, then the playoffs start. You know what I'm saying? At the tail end of the season, you need to be turning your playoff intensity on, not sitting down because you fatigued from golfing. Like, that's lame. You know what I'm saying? That's not championship pedigree. That's not a championship pedigree mentality. But that's another conversation for a different day. So I really like what I saw from L.A. today. Like, the Lakers, man, like, they really look smooth. You know, Bron ain't missed the beat. AD ain't missed the beat. I like the acquisitions of Waiters and JR, of course. Ain't no boys really going to win it all. Keep it a bean with you. Um, Didn't see the Milwaukee game, but I got a chance to check out the Blazers. They do- Blazers. Wait, Milwaukee dominated. Giannis did not miss a beat at all. Yeah, they said they had 22 minutes. I saw how they dunked it. He looked the same. Let's see what he do um, come crunch time. Not blowing, not blowing series leads. But um, I really like what I saw from um, man. You lose my train of thought, dog. Let me go ahead and start my heat, man, bro. Let me go ahead and start my heat. <laughs> I just couldn't let you talk about my walk. I get him any credit. I'm sorry. I just couldn't. My boy, my boy Duncan Robinson, arguably the best shooter in the game right now, active. That's not injured. That's not injured. That's not injured. I give him that. I give you know him. what I'm saying? The boy DeMond came him. out there. You don't say nothing wild. Let him finish came, out there. came out there with the yapa. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy going to do what he do. But I really like, you know what I'm saying? I really think we got a chance to make a push for the Eastern Conference Finals due to our shooting defense. You know what I'm saying? We were the best shooting three-point shooting team in the league. I mean. Even with the, uh, the that with best coaching East? I ain't mean to cut you off. Yeah, Spo is the best coach in the East right no, now. No, no, I said the fourth best. Mostly. No, he's not the fourth best. He's the most accomplished. He's more accomplished than Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is a new guy. He has to pay his dues first before you go around. Nick Nurse, one for one. 
Spolstra is like he's one for one. Facts. Bro, let's put an asterisk by that because no, KD no. and Clay and Steph. Are let's put an asterisk by all the Heat championships because if he didn't have LeBron, That's a generational true. talent. That's true. Oh, really? Because we won one before he got there. That's the one. You would have you have one just like Nick Nurse. Wait, how many do the Pelicans have? Okay, stop talking. <laughs> See? That's called deflecting. That was a low blow. That was a low blow. You definitely pulled I'm that. I'm just saying, bro. Like, That's called deflecting. We won, one. We won one in 06. My boys was down 2-0 to a heavily favored Dallas Mavericks team. They were not heavily favored. Yes, they were. That's also we the Mavericks that, that y'all we lost to who were not heavily favored. We That's the same thing y'all split with. Y'all split with them. Split. We we were a six seed in the boy, East, sure. and my boy D Wade turned up, average thirty five a game. So again, you got saved by another, pretty much generational talent. Who wins? Who wins championships with mediocre players? You sound nobody. You sound so why crazy. are you missing the Pelicans? So why are you missing the Pelicans? Oh, thank you. Because y'all had generational when? talent. When y'all had generational when? talent oh. in oh. New Orleans. When AD. other than AD, when y'all got ten more seconds before I cut you Chris mute, Paul? you guys. Let's get it out. Chris Paul's not, Chris Paul generational talent, but everybody know you don't win with a five point guard. Thank you. Goodbye. When the last okay. time somebody won with Magic a Magic Johnson? No, no, no. Magic Johnson. Six nine. When the last time somebody won with a with a with their point guard as their best player on their team except the Warriors? Thank you, Magic Johnson. You want and then he didn't even win it. Magic Johnson's a small forward. Sorry, guys. I had to mute you guys. <laughs> cut. Cut, cut. You got to mute yourself. Tell me what is your biggest takeaway from these scrimmages, cut. People try to get me out of character. You <laughs> <laughs> come back off mute talking. My biggest takeaway is um, the Nets are going to – Nets shouldn't have been invited. Uh, they, uh, the Nets shouldn't have been invited at all, period. Um, the Wizards – the Wizards ended up winning their game, I Think. Uh, and then the who was play the Nuggets? Yeah, they lost eighty nine. Yeah, they low key. I mean, they tried to hold their own, but no Bradley Bill. They shouldn't be there either. Uh, so it really is all about the West. The the this is really just uh, basically for the West. The Magic looked good, but the Clippers weren't really trying for real, for real, like all the way. Um, so it's. This is really just a Western tournament, to be honest, to the off-start. Uh, and my other takeaway is, uh, from what I saw about from the Lakers, it's just we're just waiting on to see who they play in the Western Conference Finals. Sheesh. All right. My biggest takeaway, I got three. I start with my Milwaukee takeaway. A lot of slander has been given by Milwaukee on this podcast by a few of uh, these guest members. I won't say no names. You know who you are. And I'm just letting Me. you guys know. <laughs> I'm just letting Don't you guys know. Letting you guys know Milwaukee, they for real. I know last year they blew the 2 0 lead against the Raptors, but if they won that game, they would have been up 3 0, but it's not what else. But I'm saying Giannis has grown, Coach Bud has grown, and they have shooters, Cal Culver, the uh, Lopez brothers, even though uh, Robin, not a shooter. And they got Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, and I believe Wesley Matthews. I think they're ready to go. Jalen, it looked like he had something to comment. I'll let you say. I just had a question for you. What growth have you seen in Giannis's game from last year? Um, uh, at the, I believe at the, in December he made more three pointers than he made at the end of the uh, in twenty eight the last season prior. So he's he's feeling more confident in his three pointer. I mean his three point shot. Is it still a set shot? Uh yeah, I think so. Mm, okay, but we'll see come postseason time. What more uh, growth we have to have instead of except the shot. You say what? What more growth does he have to have except the shot? 
That's only good. He had, he, set shot. he had a he had a decent three points set shot last year. I mean, yeah, that's what, that's the only thing that's making him a not a complete player. I would like to see him be able to do more off the dribble. I mean, I feel like he would just be really unguardable. His offensive game has – he could go many places. He could develop some post moves. He could develop a turnaround. He could develop moves yeah. off the dribble. Come on, bro. Like Giannis He's has- depending on his athleticism too right. much, and I don't like that. Well, that's, that can be true, but – MVP I mean, if I was seven two and I'm able to dribble like that, I depend on my athleticism the same way. That's well. true. Can't take away his biggest strength away from him. And, and that's why they're gonna get locked up by Miami. Exactly. Like they did both games. Uh, not Miami. Wait, 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 wait. Who's guarding? Who's guarding Giannis on Miami? Uh-oh. What do you mean? We're gonna run zone. We're gonna yeah. run a zone defense and beat y'all like beat them like, like we always like we did this. Any MVP can't destroy his own a zone defense? No, but look at what he did against it this year. He not didn't. Giannis. He couldn't do nothing against the zone, so especially with the bodies that we have. Kelly, we have Bam, we have Kelly, we have. Miles Myers Leonard, like we have length, bro. Like, okay, and then so we have athletic guards at the top of that zone. But you know, you can't slam what Milwaukee has. Well, yeah, you can't slam what Milwaukee has. They have other people other than Giannis, Chris Middleton, All Star, Eric Bledsoe, first team All Defense. Like, they, them boys have length over there as well. Don't y'all just act like that. Y'all shift that, that, that zone one bad time. Chris Middleton wide open in the corner is cooked for y'all. Like, it's shooters, well, like, but we're not saying they're not going to make threes. The, the, the point of the zone is not to completely shut off the three-point line. I mean, that's what y'all want to do, though. Because we're going to make you take less threes huh? and force you into bad shots. That's the goal. It's the NBA, dog. Ain't ain't no defense is completely stopping anyone. Right. right. <laughs> you got Chris possible. Middleton, arguably the best shooter right now, and Chris Middleton, arguably. Dang, dang, Jace, how many guys are the best shooter? <laughs> talking about. I said Duncan Robinson is up there with them, but Chris Milton is probably the best shooter right now that's healthy. He probably is the best shooter. You talking about on the Bucks or in the NBA? In the NBA. Oh, that's a no, he gotta be talking about the Bucks. I don't like that. Uh what? I'm I will let you guys finish, but I still have two more takeaways. Uh, my second takeaway was, I said in uh, the group chat, uh, Bobo, I think he has Giannis-esque potential. I know it just – I see you rolling eyes. I don't do that. Uh, I know it just I know it's just an NBA scrimmage, but what I see – but he got flashes, bro. He has flashes of greatness that Giannis touched in year three or year four, I believe. I think Bobo will be able to potentially touch. I don't think he will, but I think I see the potential. DeMond, tell me why you think I see more KD. Oh, explain that take, Jalen. The reason I see more KD, I think he needs to work on his handle a little bit more, um, become more fluent. I think he needs to become more fluent um, offensively. But it's there. The raw talent is there. I'm not saying he's going to be exactly like KD. But the dude got a yapa, like off the dribble. Giannis ain't got that. He ain't had that his rookie season. He didn't. You know what I'm saying? Um, plus with the plus with the his passion ability, I, I really like what I seen from Bobo, bro. Like I really wish we would have well, yeah, I wish we would have got him over Tyler, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. Yo, you you crazy. He, I think I think Bobo gonna be like he's gonna be like that. He just needs the right program to groom him into the player that he needs to be. You see what I'm talking about? 
Viewers, do you see what I'm talking about? <laughs> One bowl ball scrimmage game, and oh, I wish we would have gotten over Tyler and I was high. I was high on going into the draft. To our viewers, if you if you go and look back, I wanted bowl ball before the draft even started. Into the camera. Do you have a healthy Tyler Hero? After one like good little flash, I ain't gonna hold you. He might be the best. Might, <laughs> he does. This. What you mean? He does. When he, I just want to put that when out. he was in co- when he was in college, I liked his game. I wanted us to draft him. <laughs> what do you, you want him in the first round over Euro? No, that's yes. crazy. I wanted him. Hurt. You only saying that? No, you only saying that because now of how Hero has developed due to that Miami Heat culture. <laughs> he was good in college. Bro. Yeah, like what? Yeah, he was a bucket in college, bro. Yeah, uh, I'm a bucket. Bo, Bo I'm a bucket. You remember that? I'm a bucket. Bo Bo was more of a bucket in college. No, he college. wasn't. He didn't even finish the season. He didn't play a full season. He got hurt. He played like ten games. Keep going, Jace. Bo Bo was a bucket. He played ten games. What? Okay. He I'm played ten games, but he was a bucket. So you'd rather have a a. A a player that was one for one hurt. He was hurt. Then he only played. He played uh, nine games in college. He played a handful of games over. Wait. Somebody that somebody like Tyler Hero. Nine games in college, average twenty one points. Listen, nine games in college, average twenty one points, two turnovers, two turnovers, two point seven blocks, one assist, and nine point six rebounds. Yeah, good stats, but he ain't playing enough. I remember a guy who got drafted number one, who only played played a couple games at Duke. Oh, Kyrie, Kyrie. Don't, 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 don't compare him to Kyrie. Yeah. No, no, no. You said, "Why are we glorifying him?" Da 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 da. He ain't played all these games. He ain't play. You know talent when you see talent. Okay, you could know. Uh, you could see talent like. Wait, Derek, before, you, before, you, before you continue, John Trey, we're talking about uh, takeaways from the scrimmages. I, I know you saw my text, and right now we're talking crazy. about. Uh, the Bo- scrubs are here. <laughs> We're talking about uh, Jalen said Bowl Bowl that he should have drafted Bowl Bowl for Tyler Euro. That's what we're discussing. Derek, you can continue. So, as I was saying, bro played nine games in college. He had good stats for nine games, but it's nine games. And then you go to Tyler Hero, who played in 37 games and averaged 14 points, 2.5 assists, one steal, and four, um, four rebounds. How many games did Kyrie play? Like two? And he was the number uh, one pick. Bro, that is, bro, no. no Bo, 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 was number, Kyrie was the number one prospect out of high school Damn. and the number one pick. Bobo was, okay. he was, bro, he wasn't even the best out of California when he came out. Everybody My argument is just that he just. Uh, Bo's son, he had a little game. And no Don't be wrong, he's he's based on yesterday, I, I see that. And like 2K, he's good on 2K. But I'm saying, what are you going, and he played a couple good games, nine good games in college. Okay. But he was fine in your high school. He was really nice. Exactly. Like, bro, I, I wanted Bo Bo. All his life, you know, all this I'm stuff. That is not, that, bro. That's what I'm saying. But he was not a number one prospect. He wasn't even a top five. After, I don't even think he was top five for California when he came out. That's bro, my point. But you, you can't possibly say that you would pick a To say that you would take him over Tyler Hero is kind of blasphemous. That's all I'm saying. No, no, I know. I would have took him in the first round. He I would have took him first round, bro. You okay. can develop that. That's you can like, work with that. Just like how Joel and B But you knew he was I'm done with that one. The, are known, the Nuggets are known for making those type picks. <clears throat> because they're, they're, they have depth. They can take a risk on a player because they have a good team already. 
if the Heat would have took him and he wasn't playing, what what was he gonna be doing for y'all? But, what he, but the Magic we develop much. all our players very well. Yeah, Magic, Let's Magic, look at Duncan Magic aren't a good organization. Mm. Who? He said the Magic. What did you just say? The Magic. Calm down, boy. Oh. <laughs> boy was talking crazy. I feel like if he wasn't hurt, then maybe okay. Yeah. It's, it's an argument, but at the same time, he didn't only play the nine games, bro. Um. All right. My last takeaway before I give it to John is, uh. The uh, way that it looks like, it looked like they, uh, the NBA is committed to Black Lives Matter causes. They put Black Lives Matter on the court. They allowed the players to put the name of cause on the jerseys. They did a, and an NBA PA did a partnership with Russell Westbrook's clothing brand to uh, let them have like different messages like Breonna Taylor, Amir Arbery. If I mess up the name, I apologize. Uh-huh. Yeah, and other uh, victims of police violence on the, uh, like on shirts and stuff. So I think the NBA is committed. I agree that NBA is the best ran sports league on the uh in the planet. Uh zero COVID cases in the bubble. Uh shout out to the NBA. John, what are your takeaways, my brother? Uh first off, Darian, your hair looks amazing. If no one oh. told you, bro. Hey, we already, we already yeah, oh yeah, they told me before you came in, bro. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. it. Is. Um, but I agree uh what you're saying as far as them being the best like sports, major sports in America to like use their platform for a really good cause. And generally as the NFL is trying to copy and kind of make up for really a lot of lost ground, including changing to the Washington football franchise. Yeah, we'll but NBA though, the players look amazing. They look like they haven't missed a beat. Like they've been working out and conditioning. So I'm really excited. They're competing, which is also exciting, even though it's just scrimmage games that people say don't make a lot out of it. I am because <laughs> it's the NBA and they're professional athletes and they're competing. So they said they're going to ramp up, you know, the social justice messages when the real NBA game starts. I'm looking forward to what the players are going to do and continue to speak out because, you know, uh, obviously this is the year of platforms and everyone needs to use it wisely. So I'm hoping that they are a true trendsetter. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to the games. The Lakers probably going to run away with the championship. And it is what it is, you know. Trish. Trey, takeaways from the NBA scrimmages? Uh, I haven't really seen any, just highlights. Oh, my God. How you going to come on a podcast? You ain't watch nothing, man. I've seen, I've seen a couple. Like, <laughs> I'm watching it right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready for everything else. But, yeah, I mean, I agree with the majority of what Jonathan said. They look like they're in shape, ready for a good season. Oh, got you. Uh, before we move off the uh, NBA, we could have a little – Little debate, I guess. Uh, John, who do you think is the best coach in the East? And tell me why. Um, in the East, it might be Mike Budenholzer. He has one coach of the year. I know Nick Nurse has a ring, but Mike Budenholzer has one coach of the year, and he has the Bucks. And I feel like his decision making in this world of new NBA make like pace of basketball, where you have to be kind of big to operate as a point forward or point center. That's what they're trying to move to with Jokic. Like, he played the one. Obviously, Jamal was hurt. But, like, with his mindset and the players that he has, I like the way he's always able to get the most out of his players. And I've seen that firsthand in Atlanta. So, I, I like him. I know you, your boy Nick Nurse. Oh, my God. I, I know you like him in Toronto. Oh my God. But and I seen him shooting. That was fun. You know, that boy. Telling you, telling you. But, <laughs> I, I don't know. Mike Budenholzer, uh, I don't know. If he if he gets his ring, it could be the Bucks this year. <laughs> Maybe. I know I said, just said the Lakers, but the Bucks also have a case when they get Eric Bledsoe back and he helped me. They do have a case. Make some noise. So. 
cut. We're gonna just go down the line. Cut. Co- who the best coach in the East? Tell me why. Best coach in the East. Um, as of July 2019, it was Nick Nurse. Before that, I would say it was uh, Brad Stevens. Uh, um, coach Bud is good. He just don't know how to win. So it's it it like he could win regular season. He got the best record regular season all the time. Yeah, that's what he's good at. Even with the Hawks, he <clears> got the best regular season record. He just kind of chokes. Uh, not chokes, but it's just like something happens in that second round of that conference final. There's always something that gets them. So, uh, or like they run into LeBron. <laughs> so, uh, I won't give it to Bud. I, I have to give it to Nick Nurse. And then I think like OG is Spolstra, but what has he done in the last five since LeBron left, actually? So, nothing. Oh, then, then I, t- I, give it right, I give it right to JB. JB, who's the best <laughs> coach in the East and why? Don't come with that Eric you have you have to go with who's the most accomplished. I mean, if you look at it, if you say who's the best coach in the league right now, you would have to say Greg Popovich because he's the most accomplished. No, correct? you don't. <laughs> How? Why are you switching? How, how you he's that? the best overall. Hey, he has the look, best I'm legacy. Say, Tom Brady has the best legacy. Track. Who's the best quarterback now? Track. Patrick Mahomes. That's say, what I'm saying. Whoa, you can have whoa, the best whoa, legacy and not be the best. While you were talking, I didn't say. Hey, <laughs> Whoa, thank you, Bruiser. Anyway. I muted myself. I have seen I have seen Spo do great things with less. Nick Nurse has had stars. Great. <laughs> but Bud is another coach. I would say you could put Bud in a conversation because when he was in Atlanta, they didn't have a definitive like superstar on their team or all-star really. I mean, the system really brought out, you know what I'm saying, the players' abilities and you know, really maximize their talent. Wait, so when I, I look at... Can I interject real quick, Jalen, before I let you go? Yeah. Right, um, I would like to say that Brad Stevens elevated talent as well. <clears throat> I was, that's what, yeah. Yeah, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, without Kyrie that season, made the Eastern Conference Finals game seven against LeBron. I just wanted to interject. interject. You got the that's, floor here, my friend. That's that's also true. But I feel like he mismanaged that team with, uh, with Isaiah Thomas. I feel like they really did have a chance. Against the Cavs, and I just didn't really think he did the best coaching job. I mean, I know it's LeBron, but that team that year was really good. Wasn't that the IT? I can see, I could definitely see a case for Brad Stevens. I'm not hating on these guys, but to just give it away to Nick Nurse after just one year after you, you know what I'm saying? He really looked up last year. Don't apply the same logic with Chris Godwin. We're not there yet. No, we're not there yet. I'm saying, I'm saying. How do you like? How do you use these arguments? But then you be like, no, y'all can't do that. I'm asking. Wait, man. <laughs> For one, I'm gonna clarify that when it's time. But anyway, as it's I was time. Saying, it's time. No, 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 it's not time. Uh, we go, We got the, We got that segment down. Only thing, my only point is he's trying to say uh, talk about legacy and tenure, but that does not matter for right now. Right, right. now, that doesn't mean anything. Right what now, Greg Popovich not even in the playoffs. Like he's not even in the playoffs right now. So how is he the best coach? Yeah, I they don't could make a, they could make a run for the for the playoffs. They're not making it off. They're not making it off. I'm sorry. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll be the first to tell you. I, they could make. They can make. They're a not run. making the offs. They can make a run. They're but, not. I mean, outside of outside of Demar Derozan, who do they have really? Demar he's out. He's not playing. LA he's not playing. Out? I'm saying he had him. That's who they had. He had him all season. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, LA at the end of his time, man, he, it's, it's about time to retire for LA. But he still is a good, consistent bucket, consistent double double, twenty and ten type of type of. I put guy. him but, more. I put him more of like in the Kevin Love, 
category. That's I love signing a bad contract. Kevin Love will be good on a good team. But my point is, my point is, I'm going to let you finish, but I'm saying, like, you can't use legacy to talk about right now. Nick Nurse is one for one. He was a rookie coach, took over a team, and still won the championship. That's that's never been done before. That's like being, that's like walking in the league and winning your first ring as a rookie. Use context though. They can't. They Clay get hurt. They can't that, get that hurt. That does not have anything. It's crediting to do. everything he did before that. that has everything. They were the one seed, weren't they? Or the two seed? Two seed. It was a two seed. They were a two seed. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> I hate it, Jay. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. All right, guys. Uh, Demond, tell mm-hmm. me who is the best coach in the East, and tell me why. Man, I'm riding with Nick Nurse, and the reason is because Kawhi. Is gone and the boys really haven't missed a beat. I mean, when you look at superstars leaving teams in recent memory, they're the only team that has stayed afloat. They are still alive in this playoff bubble. They can make some damage. I know for a fact they could make some damage in the first round, the second round matchup to see who they would play. But nobody was picking the Raptors to come out last year. Some people didn't have Toronto making the playoffs last year. I find that so disrespectful. I, I never heard that. But I feel like when the playoffs started, a lot of people forgot how, like Jalen, you said, for your heat, we're long. They have Siakam, still have Gasol, still have OG, still have Norman Powell. Raps! Like, they have great guys who just won, so you can't say they don't have the experience. They have guys who can get you a bucket because they still have the finals MVP and the third leading scorer on that team. You feel me? So when you look at the Raptors, they have just as good as a shot as anybody to come out the East again. So the reason I'm saying that is because you got the players and you got the coaches. Jace, who is the best coach in the East? And tell me why. You're on mute, cuz. Yeah, dude, I got you, brother. There you for go. Sure, for sure, for sure. Appreciate that, my boy. So um, it's only three that uh makes sense. One is Bud. I just not in order. One is Bud, Brad Stevens, Nick Nurse. Those are the three in the East that make the most sense. I mean, we all know that. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm talking to. Well, on my screen is he's right here. I'm talking to Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when they make the Eastern Conference Finals, what y'all gonna say? Who? The Heat. Take that jersey out, Jace. Take it out. Yeah, yeah, take it out, Jace. Take the jersey <laughs> out. <Hey. laughs> it's it, a I mean, Hasmore. It'll be more of Milwaukee a testament to the Heat players than Eric Spolstra. Has Toronto or Milwaukee <laughs> beat us this season? Thank you. That's all I got to say. They have okay, no bro, regular season. Zone. You said the regular season don't matter. You always they say have it. no answer don't for the zone, bro. Matter. Like literally, no answer for the zone. But guess what, Jalen? If, if, if Spolstra makes it. To the finals or the conference finals, then sure, I will say he's the best coach in the East again. I give you hundred. No, I won't. If he Duh. makes it, he gotta win it for me to say. No one does coach. more with less. That's what How? I'm saying. Brad Stevens does, does more with less. Tell me what they've done since LeBron left. Tell me. I want to know. Wait. Tell me what versus LeBron. Nurse is doing more with less. Exactly. He's he's doing. Can't name nobody on the bench. The Raptors are worse than the Heat. See y'all. Raptors team is worse than the Heat. What are you saying? No, last year nobody knew who who Van Fleet was. Nobody knew who he was. I know who he was. I played the game. I know who he was. No, no, no. Before the championship season, y'all knew who he was. Yes. Van Fleet. What did y'all say? Van Fleet is nice. No, you all know. 
We know we did though. Cause like between two K and Wichita State, I knew who he was. Okay, Wichita State, yeah, but, but no, but what Jason's referring to is like he wasn't a world renowned name. Like, he was, no, no, he wasn't. If he wasn't from Toronto, if he didn't play two K all day, people did not know who Bam. No, nobody, nobody. If you watched know. college basketball, you knew who he was. That's what I'm exactly. saying. Exactly. Debatable, debatable. Not not the, not the average average NBA watcher, bro. Nobody nobody knew who he was. I promise you, they did, bro. I mean, okay. well. <laughs> well, I, I'm more so with Siakam. I think Siakam is what came from out the – Siakam snuck up on everybody. Nobody knew. They also have the State, you know what I'm saying? But Jalen tried to say Siakam is – well, DeMondi used to call him Spicy P, whatever. Shut up. But uh, <laughs> DeMondi was but, uh, first. I'll give you that. You was first. But Jalen, you you trying to say, like, oh, Siakam is five, but nobody knew he was going to be the five. You know what I'm saying? And you said they had star. two stars, but he became, he became He became five last year. Yeah, yeah, he's he five, five, last year. Same thing with yeah, but he's a starter now. Yeah, he's a starter now, but Jalen, y'all's team still is low-key, like... Mid. Not, not... I'm not saying Bam is now about to become a superstar. Bam is on his way to being a superstar, oh, low-key. Jimmy Butler is a superstar, so I'm, I'm not trying to... Y'all team is low-key built how their team was built last year. Y'all just bought in a new guy, and you got to do that's uh, coming leveling up his play. But you ain't going to championship because you don't have Nick Nurse. <laughs> Bam. Bam wasn't that good. Bam's in the running for most improved player. You're not going to so, win. The, the MIP so, so when you when you speak in that context, you got to be correct. Yes, Bam is a great player now. And then last year, we did not have Jimmy. We needed a closer. We needed a star. I'm saying, y'all, y'all had, had his last offer. year, but now you have it. That's what, That was my point. I didn't say y'all That's what I'm saying, it. but we made the offs. But y'all suck last year, though. The uh, Eastern uh, Conference isn't a relatively, like, strong conference anyway, so. And Making the offseason an accomplishment. What seed was y'all when y'all made? Making the offseason an accomplishment. In the East, what seed? What seed were y'all? So you discrediting everything LeBron did? What seed were y'all? He was the one, bro. LeBron, we, bro. People expecting LeBron to make the playoffs. Yeah, it was understood that he was going to. What? It depends. But if you saying, oh, making the playoffs. Making the playoffs in the East is, is nothing. Then coming out of the East it's sweet is because nothing. People literally will say, people literally say LeBron could take any team in the East to the playoffs except the Knicks. Okay. Trey, Trey, who is the best coach in the East? And tell me why. So I would say it would be between Brad Stevens and Bud. because I'm. But it would really be like, what is, are you basing it off of? Like, what are your standards for saying who's the best coach? And you just can't say based off of last year alone, in my opinion. So with Brad Stevens, Brad Stevens is the most consistent. Yeah, out of those three, he's had the longest tenure. But he only had two losing seasons since 2013. And I'm saying that he kind of, like, got the Celtics back to their winning ways type. So it will be between – I would give him the edge over Budenholzer. Question. So how is it not based on last season and this season? Cause what else you gonna go off? You gonna go off what somebody did back in the day? That's my point. I just like explain. You can't like, ignore it. I heard what you said about he only missed the no, two not, seasons. No, not not. But my what, point. I'm saying you can have a better resume and not be better than me now. That's what I, that's what <clears> the, <throat> the argument is. I didn't also have the best resume in the East, but he's not better than any of them now. That's that's my point. Supposed to have resume is easily better. He got four rings. Yeah, but the last two, three, the last like. It's None supposed, of them have rings, but him, right? considered consistent. No. Nobody has more – nobody has rings but Nick Spolstra. I mean, Bordenhoser has assistant coach rings. Yeah. No one would say that Spolstra is – he's two-time coach of the year. 
for the coach of the year thing. Man, I say it's between Brandon Hodge and Stevens. Um, Brad never won nothing. Go look at playoff. Go look at playoff wins. That's all. Brad never won nothing. Doc Rivers got them rings. That's what I'm saying. Brad never won nothing. What was y'all seed last year? Go look at playoff. Go look at. uh, Did he make the playoffs last year? I'm asking. I don't know. Was the seed last year? Did he make the playoffs last year? The Heat, yeah, last year. What was the seed? No, I'm thinking about it a different year. Y'all didn't make it last year, right? Yeah, it wasn't last year. Y'all didn't make it last year. Yeah, we didn't make it last year. We, we I, made got Hero, I had a top fourteen pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which he wish they would have got Bobo. No. Nah. Yeah, I do. Next, Ruskies A. Uh, any more NBA news before we move on to the National Football League? Um, guess not. Let me put it on wax. The Heat, the Miami Heat, will be in the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Sheesh. <laughs> Not saying they're going to win, but they will be there. So, Bruza, when we do the episode after they lose, <laughs> like, black and gray this and then post it so the viewers see that as, like, a reminder how wrong he is. Put it in slow motion when he's Tell him who you got going. So what? when you're wrong, we can oh, do the same thing for let's you. Let's do it. Everybody, everybody. Go, but wait, is, can I see a bracket? Can you pull a bracket up so I can see like? Nah, ain't no bracket. I mean, ain't no bracket. It don't need to be a bracket. It it's already set. You believe the East is set, bro. The East will not change. What's nah, one, two, it, it might, might change. Seeding might change. It's going to change a little bit. The seeding. Milwaukee, Milwaukee don't want to see. I'm I'm not scared of nobody. Should I'm be. not scared of no matchup. We, we, we match up well with pretty much everybody. All right, you see the Raptors in the first round, you're gonna lose. Okay, we're gonna see. All right, everybody, give that Eastern Conference Finals prediction, then we will move on. Jalen, go. Eastern Conference Finals. I got it being Boston and Miami. John, Uh, I'm gonna go Milwaukee. I'm gonna go Boston. Milwaukee, Boston. Demond. Milwaukee, Boston. Derek. I'm not gonna be fast. So one and eight plays four and five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jace, go. Skip Derek. Go. Milwaukee and Boston. I have Milwaukee and Toronto. Cut. I have. Oh, oh go try. Go try. Oh no, Derek can go. I have Bucks meeting the Celtics. The Heat get bounced by the Bucks in the second round. Thank you. And Trey. I mean, yeah, either Milwaukee, Boston, or Miami. Boston. Damn, Trey. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> turn but, your back on when you get a chance, Trey. All right. But, I, hold up. Because I wanted to show y'all, like, one and eight. The nine is not getting in. That's the Wizards. One and eight is Milwaukee Magic. Milwaukee going to win. Two and seven is Raptors Brooklyn. Raptors going to win. Three and six is the hardest one, Celtics Sixers. And that one probably won't change. It's potential they can move up. If the Pacers lose, but other than that, they won't. And then oh, the Heat don't even. Finish. But if the Heat played the Sixers, first round, we can beat the Sixers. We can beat the Sixers. The question. Um, we can beat the Sixers. So Spolstra is better than Nick Nurse right now, Jim. Bro, we off that. I'm asking. I'm just asking. In my personal opinion, yes. So but that's just my opinion. If we take last year when Nick Nurse won the championship and he was. That has a really big asterisk next to it. And this year, the second seed, losing what some people call the best player in the world. It don't get an asterisk because LeBron didn't get an asterisk when Kyrie and Kevin Love got hurt. So, fun fact. 
I just thought it just popped back in my head. Derek said the Raptors were the two seed, and that is mightily impressive. Yeah, they're the two seed, and they're six and a half game back from the back from the Bucks. The Bucks it's probably gonna clinch one seed. Raptors can potentially lose the three seed to the, the two seed to the Celtics, but they have to lose three games out of this eight game bubble. They won't probably. They got hot. The Heat are two games ahead of the Pacers. The Pacers and the Sixers had the same record, and then the seven and eight are set. So the only seeds that really can change are five and six, and four and three possibly, but not likely. So five and Raptors six. Raptors do not want to see the 76ers. That is the Raptors don't want to. <laughs> no, that's not, okay. No, eh? No, no, no. You said the Raptors don't want to see the Sixers trade? I can't not hear you. Kawhi, no. They do not want to see the Sixers. They don't. I, I, think, I, I think they might be there. Not, Sixers not, not now, the, now the Sixers are big and bad. Sixers lost the Sixers with Jimmy. No, they don't want to see them. The Sixers without Jimmy lost to them on a buzzer beater. They had Jimmy. Fade away. Oh Jimmy yeah, was there. Did, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Without Jimmy, they're not that team. Derek, I think you're right though. The matchups will play a like real factor into what the Eastern Conference is gonna shape out to be. Because if the Celtics play the Sixers, I think whoever play the Sixers first off, that's gonna be a tough matchup. That's, that's gonna be a seven. That's, that's gonna be the best series. That's gonna be the best series. Yeah, whoever plays Sixers first round. Otherwise, the top four seed, I believe they all are probably gonna win the Bucks. Uh, I I just want. Uh, that, that Heat Pacers matchup, if Oladipo oh, come man. back like how he was. Against hey, I do like Spolstra. I do. It's about Spolstra. Hey, Jalen, like Spolstra oh, last season, obviously him and the Raptors, uh, Nick Nurse had drastically different rosters. But this season, I feel like the Heat kind of have a better roster on paper than the Raptors, and the Raptors mm. are drastically above the Heat in the playoffs. So – I, that would be reason alone to think. Just for you to admit, all right, yeah, Nick Nurse this season is better than Eric Spoelstra because obviously, I feel like the, the Heat do have a better roster. The Heat team is better to me. Talk them in, John. Talk them in. The Heat team is better. That's what I said. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. Y'all team is what theirs was last year. Y'all added a superstar in Jimmy Butler, not Kawhi level, but he's still nonetheless a good player, an All Star. And then y'all got Bam, who elevated his game like Siakam. But then y'all also have shooters, Hero, Duncan. Kendrick Nunn, out of nowhere, rookie of the year candidate, balling from Chicago. They don't got shooters like that, though. They don't got shooters like that for real. That's what I'm saying. But the Heat have shooters. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what I was saying. Y'all team is better than theirs. To me, they just suck on 2K. They made they made a run. I'll acknowledge that. They got hot at the right point of the season. Everything ended. But they was hot all I season, Jalen. They was winning games when Kawhi sat out. They was winning they, games. They only lost like two games with Kawhi sitting out. People love to omit that for some reason, huh? Yeah, when Kawhi sat out, they were only lost this season. Oh, you talking about this season? I mean, but okay. <laughs> and I'm saying I, I get credit when credit is due. They got high. They only lost 18 but, games. I'm saying they yeah, had, like, like Jimmy. Like they was like, oh, we gotta win before this bubble comes. Nobody knew this was coming. <laughs> no, but people were prepping for the playoffs and seeding. So and, the, and yeah. the Raptors were heating up. So either way, okay. the way that you're spinning it, you're saying that they were. And then on top of that, our schedule, our schedule was cake at the end, so we had more of a chance to go up and them coming down. So well, y'all see, based the seeding games off that, so y'all should have a chance to go up still. That's what I'm saying. I just don't want to be. I don't want to see the Sixers round one because I don't want us to be worn down. I want to keep it. Nobody wants to see Sixers. Nobody wants to see Sixers first round because even if. You the best team. They, they can wear you down. Celtics do. Yeah. <laughs> the Celtics be owning them. 
The Celtics and them don't get along at all, so that'd be good. Be yamming on them folks. Al Horford, come but no, the, the Celtics. In my, my, in my opinion, I think the Celtics is the team that got everything to win. They have nothing to lose. They have everything to win. Though. I'm saying their team is built to like exactly. exactly. One through five is like, damn. Uh, uh, one through uh, what about? I don't know about that five. Yeah, you tripping? Cantor's not the best center, but he's. But that three like, though. But that three though. Brown and Tatum. Both of them. Three. 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 <laughs> what? That one's yeah. Tatum, something special now. Yo, that light skin boy out there. Yeah. Jalen Brown, too, though. That's what I'm talking about. Well, Brown better than Tatum. Exactly. He, he is. Wait. Wait. He is. Brown better than Tatum? He is. He going to. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why, though. I think so, bro. It's, you cannot yeah. teach defense. Yeah, Jalen Brown can stop him. He can't stop Jalen Brown. Yeah, his defense that's is crazy. Man. And you saw the one-on-one matchup. You didn't see it? He JB can't stop him. Out. Like, Tatum hit the first bucket. Of course he will. He's going to hit one. So, but Jalen Brown got to stop. So, Give me that. And he could not so, stop him after that. One on one, Jalen Brown will get the best. Jalen Brown is going to hoop like Tatum was. Developed. No. <laughs> See, you're hooping and scoring. Over, uh, Jaylen, Tatum over, uh, is the better he's scorer. Better. He's the better oh. bucket getter. He's the better oh. facilitator. Oh, Jalen Brown God. can do that and play defense. That's the yeah. Oh. They both will be superstars, and they both will probably end up leaving. Well, one will stay, and they Tatum both will be. Tatum will be the one that stays. <laughs> yeah, I know. And if Jalen oh, Brown leaves, he will elevate. All right. Jason Tatum, going forward, is a starter in the Eastern Conference every year. What's, what's you talking about? Starter? All-star. All-star. He's the best player. Like, Jalen, bro, but Jalen Brown was there before Tatum and was hooping, right? They, they yeah, he was, he was here before. <laughs> y'all can't do that, bro. Don't do that, just bro. That's what I'm saying. I think JB acting like JB don't be hooping. A nice oh, JB, that's what we call him. <laughs> that's his name. JB. His name is Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. I call him Jalen Brown. JB. I be like, did you see call him JB? Did you see that Jalen Brown shot? Bro, you see what Tatum did? Tatum is easily the better scorer. Like I say, offensively, he's better than him, of course. But and Tatum played good defense, too. But I'm saying, Jalen Brown's defense is like elite, like elite deep, elite defender, good scorer, play off the ball. Tatum can. Tatum is a, you know, he's a superstar. He, can, oh he, look, he looks like he come off like it. But I think Jalen Brown could be – I'm not going to say he's better than him, but I think Jalen Brown don't get a lot of credit. And they bout. I think they could. They could go off each other. Oh. That could be a good. That could be a best. The best duo in the NBA. They can be. Yeah, I, I I do think they should just stay together. That could be a great duo. I, I, I well, they gonna they they together for the next four five years. But wait, did y'all say he was better? Like when y'all first started talking. Y'all I mean, said, I did kind of say that, but I didn't mean to say it like that. Okay, look, I don't mean like better, but I really believe. Okay, yeah, first off, coming from Duke, he got that progression from Duke. Jalen coming from what California or something? He chose to do that. He had offers from yeah, offers. Kentucky. He went out there just to go out there, but none of them. Okay, that's still going to put his own thing. He said he didn't want to go to a big school. He wanted to go somewhere else where he could have his own legacy, do his own thing. Shit, Mind you, at Cal, he wasn't all that, but he well, they weren't all oh, that. Hey, no, he no, was no, that. He was. He was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, no more. No he more NBA. To, he wants to make his own path, but I think that's not a bad thing. But going Honestly, to the high school, Athena. watching Jalen play, bro, high school, he was better than Tatum in high school. I'll give you that. I think going to Duke is going to have And you a, know he played more – well, I don't know about the St. Louis basketball scene, but you know he went to Willer and Marietta. And then, you know, Tatum was – Tatum was that guy in Duke. That's all I'm going to say. It had to do a whole project on that, man. Tatum. <laughs> uh, no, 
Are we good? No more NBA? We got all of yeah. our assistants. Good on NBA. Here. Can't wait till next episode will be Thursday. That'll be the day of the start. Yeah, the day of the start of the uh, real games. Before we get to the NFL, I want to shout out the, the, I thought I'd never say this, Major League Baseball. Uh, Black Lives Matter being uh, posted on Fenway Park uh, and the Fenway? Nationals. Fenway in Boston. Wow. Yeah, and uh, right, and people under the comments was like, I'm never watching baseball again, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Uh, I'll shout out Nationals. I think the Nationals doing it on their stadium as well, on their mound. And the Yankees players, I don't know their names, but before this, because the uh, NBA opened, I mean, the MLB opened today. Yeah, the three of their players had on uh, Black Lives Matter shirts. So, shout out to... Uh, I only three. Hmm. Oh, that was just in the picture. And I forgot who kneeled. Oh, I need their name. The Astros kneeled. Okay, Not yeah. The Astros, the Giants, San Francisco Giants. Okay, yeah, I'd be like two or three of their players nailed as well. So I want to say shout out to them. And finally, the movement hitting sports, hitting all sports. And I don't know if it's all sincere, but I appreciate the message. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is awkward though. I know you don't talk about baseball, but it is awkward. I saw the opening game and it's literally no fans. And oh, I saw the home run. It was like it just dead in there after that. Yeah. Day. Oh, oh, uh, and then a lot of players still getting COVID with that. So are they trapped? They're traveling still with yeah, baseball. I, I believe they're still traveling. That's yeah, what but, but Toronto government told the Blue Jays that they can't uh play at their home stadium. I believe. Right. I don't think Canada is clearing like any type of mass gathering, even if yeah. it's worse. Event, so they're probably, yeah, and, and they could the yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. To, to the NFL, uh, before we get into the, the shit, uh, I believe I think they say like 53 or 55 players were tested with COVID. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. they did they opened up, I believe. I saw that report on Bleach Report. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this is compared to the NBA, there are like obviously way more players in the NFL. Yeah. So that's gonna be a, it's gonna be a greater chance that players get it. Um and they play outside. <laughs> so I don't know how much that has to play a factor into it. But yeah, that yeah, was a whole that was I a whole the main move. thing is that they can't manage fifty three players for real. It's but eighty players oh yeah you go you got it you got it. Well they got eighty they both, they No 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 they said all eighty making it I believe. Oh something like that. But that's even worse how you gonna travel with eighty people. Exactly like they're not nobody. Gonna, football's going – that's why I'm nervous about football and I like the fantasy football rules you did for the league because yeah. I don't see how yeah, this true. can make, make it to January. <laughs> like, I think it's supposed to get the, the worst, too, with the cases and everything. He said, so. yeah, about a, when it get cold again, it's going to get worse again. Unless they're unless they just going to be taking buses full of people just – some get, type of then, special bus. I don't know. aspect of it is the problem. You're playing at your home stadium. So I'm traveling from where I'm coming from to come to you to play and all this. And the baseball teams aren't aren't small either. Baseball teams are deep. It's like 30 of them, 20 of them too. No, it's a lot of baseball players for sure. And that's just like the majors. But the minor leagues aren't playing right now. It's just the majors traveling. But if you got to call somebody up because somebody's sick, like I think the Mets pitcher, I think Juan Soto, or I don't know if he's a pitcher or not, but not the, yeah, Juan Soto or whatever, he was, uh, he got, uh, he got his COVID results today. And he came back positive. Yeah. So he's not playing and stuff like that. And people playing fantasy baseball, Tim was like, yeah, bro, that's my doc. That's my, uh, I got him starting. I got to take him out. The-. I said, no, I'd be, I'd be sick. <laughs> Y'all bet money? He's like, I ain't worried about the 20, bro. I'm worried about losing. I said, well, we, we do big, our league a little bit more expensive than that. So if uh, my player be out because of COVID, I'm going to be upset. Very mad. 
Boy, I'm have to have two reserve spots. Yeah, we have to have reserve spots for uh, COVID. Uh, <laughs> boy, let, boy, let Patrick Mahomes get COVID. Holy shit! I don't even want to play no more, bro. Send my money back. <laughs> Holy shit! And there was a movement. There was a whole movement on Twitter saying all the NFL players coming out to telling the NFL we want to play, but just yeah, under yeah. they want to play just under safe conditions, and that's why the NFL like that they introduced these. Uh, I think they said every other day COVID tests will be given or something along those lines. But people still gonna get sick. That's the- <laughs> Like that's not gonna do anything. Like it's not gonna prevent me from being sick. If you can't bubble, if you can't do a bubble, a real bubble like the NBA, it's gonna be an issue. Like the, and like these college teams are talking about, they're gonna do a conference only, conference play only. That's gonna be end up being bad. Mm. It's no way to, bro. People don't like. There's <laughs> no way to stop people from getting sick if you don't do it the right way. The NBA is the only league that's pretty probably capable of doing it the right way, and maybe soccer. But they got cases and stuff too, cause they're not in the bubble. They they got them all in Orlando, but it's not secluded. I think the NFL is capable of doing a situation like this, but it may require having to play across all seven days of the week. It'd be radical, but if yeah, they very, they make a lot of money, and the players will not go for that whatsoever. Yeah, they yeah but then yeah, right. say you play on a Monday, and then next week you play on a a. a, a, a you say you play on a Friday, and next week you game on a Wednesday. That's not a good turnaround time to get your body right. But you're trying with 80 players anyway, bro. You might as well. Like, <laughs> bro, <laughs> like people not going to play their best, their best players. Would it it's be a bad idea? You got to tackle to each other too, bro. It's just, it's just. Would you say, would it, be a bad, would it be a bad idea for them to kind of find a way to have their version of a bubble? But how? Like how would yeah, you, it's just impossible. It's just I mean, awesome. I'm not the guy to come up with the plan, but I'm saying, yeah. like, maybe try to. I'll be like what? Bro, you gotta put. So it'll have to be like almost a whole city, bro. Let's talk about uh, 53. Like, say, let's talk about standard 53 players on the roster, 53 times 32. That's 1,696 people. That's not even including coaches, training staff, (laughs) assistant coaches, uh, trainers. It's like 3,000 people in a bubble. And like, what city would you put them in? Florida's a hot spot, Arizona, a hot spot, Cali, a hot spot. It's like, how? I think it's a little late now, obviously, but if they were willing to somehow make the schedule where they have maybe three set cities and they have, you know, these teams that only play each other in this particular city and they, like, set aside some large sum of land somehow and they just section off different 100-yard footballs yeah. or something like that. Or they could do it. They could do it by division and everybody get their division games out the way first. So everybody play their two teams they play. There's, like, eight games. Everybody played it. Oh, well, that's six games. My bad. Everybody played six games, secluded. Then when you have a cross conference, that's when the issues. They could they could do that and then have like a two week off period for the NFL where people travel to maybe the Delta City to play these teams and then get tested for COVID again and make sure like they going through the protocol. And yeah, they they the season and give it's them, like, just too much. They, they did fourteen weeks in between games. That could work if they stagger the games to where. No, they would have to though. Fourteen but days. The NFL they won't make money though. They would still make money if they have Group A and Group B. NFC played this day. AFC played. Crazy, they trying to make money in the first place. Like. Think about it. It's three thousand <laughs> grown men, grown men, bro. The NBA already had folks coming out the bubble, so you gonna control three thousand grown men coming out of bubble? And women. So you can't do it. And women. Impossible. And women. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's impossible. And NBA, NBA was kind of struggling with the snitch hotline with Holmes crossing the line, 
Exactly. People, uh, it's like hey, with three and add more three thousand people. Well, three thousand people controlling all of them, bro. Three thousand like, people plus in the area. Jeez. What if they played uh, abroad somewhere? You know how they do those games and in like London? Maybe like try it, to find it, a place it, that's it, not it's, really it's different types of bands and stuff on different countries, and I don't even know like what the policy. Oh, is. Oh yeah, true. And not even U.S. citizens. And, not, and another reason why the bubble wouldn't work: people gonna miss their families. Like that's why the NBA players going that's such a big deal. They're not with their wives and kids and family for like because they can't come to. I feel I believe like August seventeenth. They like they was already in the bubble for like a month, so. With the NFL, 17 weeks. <laughs> that's, man, I mean, yeah. that's how you feed your family. That's how you feed your family. That boy Jefferson yeah, get out the hood. Yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, some folks going to get paid regardless, but some folks aren't. So. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. 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 Share my screen. Share my screen. Can you guys see it? I know you did not. Oh. I did. Blind test. I don't get it. Blind test, similar to what DeMond mm -hmm. posted in the Instagram chat. You look at the player stats, uh, you see oh, which one's better. That's two J's, that's two J's, that's two J's. Watch it. I don't like that because context, ma context Let's go. definitely matter. All right, we got player A. A3 catch. All right, so all three of these players missed the game, and I adjusted their stats to if they would have played 16 games. How you player A, would you say the cut? How'd you do that? Just take the averages. Uh, no, you you, they, you didn't learn that in uh, math. Just uh, oh really, bro? And just adjust it. Did you just say? Did I learn that? Did you try me? Eighty-three player A, eighty-three catches, a thousand four hundred twenty-four yards, ten touchdowns. This was this year. Yes, twenty nineteen. Player B, one hundred and ten <laughs> catches, one thousand two hundred twenty-nine yards, seven touchdowns, and player C. 77 catches, 1,147 yards, and nine touchdowns. I'll go down the list. I'll start with you, Jace. Who is the better wide receiver? All right, I'm going to be 100% honest. It's stupid because they're all equally good. Just think about it. Jace, just pick! <laughs> um, the most efficient is player B, so I'm going with player B. Demond. Wait, who did he say? He said player uh, B. Okay. I'm going to ride with player A just because in terms of catches and what he was able to translate those to in, in yards, it looks as if he was better than player B, and he has the most touchdowns. So, got to go with player A. Cut. A. John. Do I have to explain? Uh, no, you can just pick one. You don't got to explain it. I agree with what DeMond said. That yak on player A, it – it's phenomenal, and it's so hard to score touchdowns in this NFL league. So it, yeah, I'm going A. And JB. Hey. All right. I already know who's who. Now, 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 wait. Now let's add some context to it. <laughs> Player A made did not make the playoffs. Player B, <laughs> two postseason games, <laughs> 17 catches, 290 yards, shocked, two touchdowns, and Player C in three postseason games, 17 catches. 213 yards, two touchdowns. What does this change your opinion on player A? No, because oh. the wide receiver is solely <laughs> dependent on quarterback play and all the and great teams make the playoffs, not good good teams with great wide receivers. Like no wide receiver has ever led a team to DeAndre Pop. Super Bowl. 
Uh, for I Super really, Bowl. I really would like you to say that, though. You said great teams do what? Great teams go to the Super Bowl and win. Stop playing with my boy Drew. <laughs> so, um, he only has one, bro. So, Jalen. Great teams. You already said hey, Great Demar. teams. You know who that is. <laughs> That's not what I'm about to ask. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. So, after looking at the context, are you still choosing player A? Jalen said you're riding with player A. John, what say you? Um, man, it's so when we talk about like players, everybody want to bring in postseason stats, but obviously when they look this, it's it's a reason to bring them in. So, you know, it kind of changes my opinion. But it's a receiver. Is it really their fault they don't make the postseason? Like, it's not, I, I don't think it's in, this, no, in this situation, it's no one's individual fault they don't make the postseason. That's my point. That's my point. You can't blame not making the postseason on one player. Oh, the reason they make the postseason this year he sucked. Is is it really his fault? Let's. You gotta look at the whole. You gotta look at everything. You can't look at one person's stats and not look at the, the entire piece of the pie. You can't pick a piece of the pie and look at that part and say that's why the pie is nasty. Right. I'm still gonna go with A. I'm still A. Demond. I mean, yeah, but player A not having any playoff stats kind of concerns me. Jace. Okay. That's all I say. Jace, you chose B, right? Are you still yeah. riding with B? Of course, I'm the greatest of all time. And here <laughs> are the wide receivers, you guys. Mike Evans, Devontae Adams. That's funny. And Tyreek Hill. I can live with that. I don't even give a I mean, all this. Chris Godwin not better than him, though. <laughs> That's my third time saying. <laughs> all this definitively shows me is that if I look at the stats, and then then this is hard to kind of, you know, mix in there. But you can say based off this, okay, <clears throat> Mike Evans probably is the best deep ball threat on here. He's not. I agree. Then – you also have to say, oh, he's the most versatile player on here because of the catches. He's not. Touchdowns, yeah, you put him up there. But if I look at seasons past, no one <laughs> the NFL, no one has more touchdowns since 2016 than Devontae Adams. Mike so, Evans a better red zone threat than everybody up there. I don't know. Devontae Adams. Uh, Devontae Adams, that guy. Well, I chose yeah, he because of the catches. I'm talking about throwing it up to somebody, yes. But. So – on an out route or something in the red zone, yeah. But I'm saying that doesn't always trend. Like, people don't always, like, hey, line up for me. I'm, we're going to fake this misdirection. You come in the back. That linebacker's going to creep up because they're going to be in a cloud. Boom, right over top. Mike Evans, you can go say jump. That's not what Brady's going to do this year. He better get open. So, question, question to the whole entire group. Shoot. All three of these players, what is the difference between the – what is the difference in their situations? The quarterback style of play. I mean, you can kind of have gunslingers. Oh, I, I thought it's coming, but uh, did you know that the Buccaneers ranked seventh in passing plays in the league? Like, the no, we have, we have no. Well, well, let me let me we finish. Let me finish. We're losing. That's did why. you know Green Bay ranked sixteenth in passing? And did the you know the Kansas, Did you know the Chiefs ranked tenth in passing? So let me ask you this: If your quarterback throws thirty interceptions on the year, so why you lead, the math, lead is, the he leads the league in yards, by the way, because he's throwing the – y'all were because always he's throwing, down. We're always down. to throw. Exactly. So his 30 picks aren't so, that bad as somebody that doesn't have to throw. That's just throwing picks all the time. So that – if you throw <laughs> picks all the time, that's less opportunities for he also the wide receiver. It has it less opportunities if he throwing all game. He threw, he was throwing forty five passes a game, Jalen. Seventh in passing mm. plays, Jalen. How many times he throw the ball a game? How many times Jalen throw the ball attempts per game? What was that? 
probably got to be about 30, 40 because he going to yeah. go two picks so within the first picks. five minutes. Right, and Rodgers is throwing 24 passes a game. <clears throat> yeah, and that Matt LaFleur system, they made it run dominant this season. It wasn't always just throw it like how it used to be under Mike McCarthy. And but eating double and triple teams, Jalen? Mike Evans sees double teams. That's, that's all I have. Um, but this is for you, Jalen. This right here for you. And, and also, and just 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 for a fact, I just want to throw a fact out there. Mike Evans is the youngest player to ever get to seven thousand yards. He was also the youngest to get to six thousand and five thousand. So also, I, we, I don't think I broke already. No, it's 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 a fact. You can look. You can. It's a fact. Michael Thomas just broke that. No, he didn't. How? How? He hasn't even gotten <laughs> 6,000 yards yet. He's only played three seasons, bro. Look that up. Look that up. That's, that, that's crazy, ain't it, Jalen? That's crazy, ain't it? He's not. He's not at 6,000 yards. He might be. He's, he's, one of the, he's one of the only players outside of Randy Moss to have 1,000-yard seasons he's at 5,000. Six, for six consecutive and then, years. And Mike, he got drafted before Mike. So uh-huh. when Mike break that this year, oh, he ties it, and he becomes a part of that group. What you going to say? Cool. Cool. But until then, until then, he Mike Evans is top five. You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, no, wait, no, 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 no. This, this is why I did the blind test for a reason. This is my, this is what the premise of it. Mike Evans is not a top five receiver. And I'm about to explain it why I did some research. Trey and Derek know. Uh, against quality defenses, these are defenses that rank one through sixteen in total defenses. San Francisco. Two catches, 28 yards. Carolina, they was 13. Four catches, 61 yards. Played them twice, nine catches, 96 yards. That was a good game. But Carolina wasn't a playoff team. Played the Rams, four catches, 89 yards, a touchdown. That's, that's nice. And uh, yeah, shoot. So well, you just San, Fran- San Francisco. Was the- Let him finish. <laughs> and against Jacksonville, they was number 16. Uh, four catches, 53 yards. So against five quality pass defenses, he has 23 catches, 327 yards, one touchdown. But against non-quality, non-not quality pass defense, this includes the Giants, 28, New Orleans twice, 20, Tennessee, 24, Seattle, 27, Arizona, 31, Atlanta, 22, Indianapolis Colts, 23. He has 44 catches, 830 yards, seven touchdowns. The, the reason I should tell you those stats are. He goes off against bad pass defenses, but against good defenses, what does he do? Tell me. Okay, so let's 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 also think about the front seven, Bruiser. Let's so let's think about that. How many of those teams had? Because San Francisco has a dominant front seven. That's one. Right. Uh-huh. So who else did you name? You say Carolina. Carolina. I don't really know any. I don't know much about Carolina's front, front seven, seven so I give you that. They're good enough. The so Rams? that's what I'm saying. Okay, the Rams have Aaron Donald. Like <laughs> they have Aaron Donald. But but Jalen, you were the same when I said that your offensive line was seven. We were, but it's Aaron Donald, bro. It's it's Nick Bosa and whoever else is on that line. Like the whole entire you gotta look at the whole entire thing. Jalen, can I ask a question? Then on top of that, that's solely depending on the the quarterback getting the ball to the receiver. Jalen, can I ask a question? <laughs> <laughs> no, you may not. <laughs> shoot, Devon, shoot. You can't you make it too easy. <laughs> so you say, you said the 49ers have an elite front seven, correct? 
You gonna finish talking, bro? Because I mean, yeah, that's a question. That's a question. <laughs> so, you know that's what I said. So why do I have an answer? So Mike, Ev- so what is Mike Evans supposed to do when the defense is that great? Okay. Um. So these are my <laughs> receivers that played the 49ers defense this year. Hmm. Michael Thomas. He went off for 11 catches, a buck 34, and a touchdown. Okay. Okay. He's a quarterback. So it, may, it must have been Michael Thomas. Oh, Julio Jones. El Julio. He's a quarterback. 13 catches, 134 yards, and two touchdowns. One, which is the game winner. These are the moments that set you apart from being, hmm. He said it's because they had better quarterbacks. They had better quarterbacks. Plus, on top of that, it's like nobody's arguing that he's better than Julio well, tell, or wait, Michael tell, Thomas. I'm saying he's top five. How's What's your top five, bro? What's your top five? My top five in receivers. Me personally, looking at it in totality, it's Julio. I will go ahead and put Hop second, MT third, <laughs> Evans fourth, <laughs> I and did. then fifth. I mean, I really – even, even though in 13 games that Mike Evans couldn't get up 100 yards per game, he averaged 89 yards per game. I mean, also split, splitting targets with Chris Godwin. Oh, no. hey, I'm, I'm, glad I got you, I'm glad I got you on here. Who is Tampa Bay's wide receiver number one? Bruh, Mike Evans or Chris Godwin? Evans, it's Evans and Chris Godwin. That's what I'll keep trying to tell so wait, you. Like, so wait, it's Evans so, and Chris Godwin. So I'm moving on from Mike Evans real quick. So how can Chris Godwin? You said Chris Godwin had one good season. <laughs> I look at his stats. It was what I think at 1,133 yards. If he has another season like that, how in the world is that close to top five? How does no, he even break I said he five? would need. I said if he has another season like how he did last season or better, he's going to start needing consideration. Four, top five. I think consideration for tier two will be more like it, not top five. Okay. Shoot, Jay. Shoot. Okay, this is the reason why my game is not top five. Okay. So, against New Orleans, I don't remember what day it was. I don't remember. We got shut out against Marshawn, too. There we go. We're going to – hey, bro, I got you. One game just to find everything. We got to talk to you three times. This is a a divisional game as well, JB. Pivotal. Y'all had a chance to win a division this time, I believe. This is a close divisional game as well. A close divisional game. Suck. What do you want us to do? I'm sorry. And Brady, Brady going to change that? Our garbage. Yes. We three went targets. seven and nine, and our quarterback zero catch thirty picks, zero yards. We won seven games, and our quarterback threw thirty picks and had nine fumbles. Also Come on, bro. Yards and thirty touchdowns. Like, what are you like, saying, you know, bro? Who is winning anything when you when your quarterback turns the ball over thirty nine times? Please, well, no, no hey, logical. Twenty eight interceptions. His team is pretty good. I'm just gonna say this for this this little Chris Godwin Devontae Adams debate that you and uh uh Demar had. Jalen dropped off. I don't know. Jalen go. He just dropped off. Almost to the invite. But I'm gonna say this. Uh, I because Chris Godwin played 14 games, so I adjusted it like I did for the Devontae Adams, uh, Mike Evans, and Tyreek. If Godwin would have played in 16 games, he would have approximately had. 1,523 yards, 10 touchdowns, and 98 catches. That's crazy. But Devontae Adams is, if you include his postseason stats, with his total game, we have 1,480 yards, 114 catches, eight touchdowns. Godwin's stats are a little bit better, but not better for me, better for me to say Godwin's better than Adams. And, I, oh, I, I would like to note that 
Week 15 was his long game. He played without Michael Thomas. He went for a five catch, 121 yards, and no touchdowns. Without Michael Thomas or Mike Evans? Mike Evans, Mike Evans. And But guess who they played and which ranked their defenses, pass defenses? Hmm. The Detroit Lions, 32. <laughs> uh, what you say, Godwin? That was the Godwin only game without Mike Evans? Yes, against the worst pass defense in the NFL. And what'd he do? 121 yards on five catches and no touchdowns. That's a good game against the worst defense in the NFL, pass defense in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, I like Mike Evans. I don't I don't know. I don't I mean, I be giving him that fifth spot sometimes, but I could based on the arguments placed stated here, I can see why you don't have him there. But it's all about preference, I think though. Cuz he's not the same. I don't think they all I think all of them are different receivers. But I think all of them kind of make out that five, six, seven, eight spot. So but my four, I mean, I feel like the top four is top three is understood. That's that's all I said. I said one through three should not be debatable. But yeah, four, Thomas, Julio, and, and uh-huh. Luke. Yeah, the other two. And some people like to put people try to play on Thomas and not put him up there, but that's what it is. And then you got people that's like Odell fans. They can put Odell in that, at that four in that top five. Odell, based on last season, isn't in that top five. And I said that, but people try to kill me. I'm, I said his name. Sorry, people try to kill me. But um, people try to kill me about that. But I'm like, bro, at the same time. When I, when I said DJ Chalk's having a better season than Odell, it was like people try to crucify me, but it was it was facts. Well, how but, do we feel? Oh, what you about to say? And that four, five, fourth, and fifth spot. I mean, that's the debatable. He Jalen was trying to make it definitive, like Mike Evans is there, and I, that that's not true. Yeah, that fourth so, and fifth spot, but it's not Godwin. No, he's not there. The I, think, fifth, I think Godwin could be a top five receiver this year. This year. Sure, and I, I think last season, I think his production from last season, and I, like he also had a great season. I think that should be some type of a reason for him to be top five. One good season not gonna get you in the top five. Well, yeah, that, that, that was the same way I was killing. Years. That was the same reason that was killing Michael Thomas for last season after yeah. he broke the the reception thing. He was like, "That's yeah, one Thomas good year." Had one good season, he not top five. Then he did it again. And he but Godwin has had consecutive seasons of being good. No, this, this is no, this is only his first year. This but is only his first season. I'm about to finish that. This is your first good, like. I Mike Thomas in my top five. I mean, I'm Mike Thomas. Uh, Mike Evans. The fourth and fifth spot. The latter half. The fourth and fifth spot, I ain't going to lie. If Antonio Brown was playing, the fourth, the top four would be set. And yeah. then it would be one more person. But he's not. So for my fourth and fifth spot, I ain't going to lie. I go, I'm going to go Tyreek Hill for the four. And the five, I'll give it to Mike Evans or uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, or right or Uh 2019. Seven touchdowns. Good. He was coming on strong, but bro, that says five games started, dog. <laughs> he was hurt. That's what I'm saying. How you gonna say he good, bro? No, he wasn't in right. He had did 42. He, he wasn't hurt. He played 12. They, they cause they had Deshaun Jackson. He was. Uh, he, was Adam, yeah, he was a Adam third Hunter. option. Okay. That's what I'm saying. He was coming up to like in the latter half, bro. Come on. Okay, so say, but say top five is just so crazy to me. All right. That's crazy to me. That's just that's me though. That's me. That's me. I think I'm. You're right. I think ranking him this season, I really believe he's going to finish as a top. And five. don't forget about don't forget about Stephon, and he's in a new system too, and he's by himself. I don't think Stephon is going to finish as a top five or a top ten receiver. I'm talking about next year. I'm, talking, I'm not talking about right now. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about next year. Stephon doesn't have a debate for top ten. Wait, what happened? You said that, Jonathan. I, I, look, y'all talking about talent, but I'm talking about, look, when we talk about talent, who's the best receiver, like, we just had these people rank, talk about something. we had to pick receivers to draft, like, top 10 in that order, who we draft in that order, yes, I would then say Hopkins, I would also say Diggs, I would put those players up there, but as far as, like, where they are right now and who I believe are going to produce and what their numbers are going to be, 
I really believe God will be top five. I don't think Stephon will. I think Hopkins won't be top five either. But so, you say he's not top wait. ten top five. I think – I don't think they'll finish in the top five. I think top five numbers, when we're talking at the end of the year, will look similar to, like, Michael Thomas, Julio, no particular order, uh, Chris Godwin, uh, maybe Portland Sutton. I know it's <laughs> random, but I like him. And <laughs> Come on, John. And, uh, maybe, maybe Mike Evans. I think John. both of them could have great numbers. John, yeah. Wait, 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 John, 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 John. You said Chris. You said Chris Gall. You say he might be top five, right? Draft him in the second round or the first. No, draft him in the first round if you believe that wholeheartedly. Please, please, in the fantasy, do it. Um, if there's another receiver I believe will finish above him, I will draft them. So it's only three of them. Cause you just said he's like, well, I'm gonna grab Julio and Michael Thomas before I grab Godwin. But if Godwin is like the third receiver, say in the in the, uh, the beginning of the second round, you would draft uh, Chris. I, Godwin. I would I would draft Godwin before okay. I draft. I, I would draft him before a lot of receivers before Stephon. I, y'all, yes, absolutely. Okay, I'm just, I'm I just... About fantasy now. This is fantasy numbers. <laughs> this is Tampa Bay. Come on now. Yes, I'm gonna draft. Yeah, Godwin. Mike Evans on the other side with him. I mean, Tom Brady spreads the ball. They what you, wait, what you said, Demar? He's coming in third in targets if they don't try. If they don't fall in love with OJ Howard like everybody else, because <laughs> I don't know where all this OJ Howard is coming from and all this production. Because I ain't using it. Damn, sure wasn't doing it last year. Yeah, Gronk. I ain't seen it. Um, so. Derek. Yep. Is Eli Manning a better playoff quarterback than Drew Brees? Man, look. Who said that? What trade? Trade Dre dropped off. The I don't. Call. I don't like the disrespect. I don't like people dropping off the calls without saying they're leaving. It's rude and disrespectful. Mm. But is Eli a good playoff quarterback? Yes. Did he beat the best quarterback arguably of all time? Yes, two times. He beat it twice. But people try to act like everything is on one player. Did Eli have? Michael Strahan, Hall of Famer? Yes. Did he have O.C. Human Yora? Yes. Did he have a receiver catch uh, the ball? I don't know. Did he have a receiver <laughs> catch the ball on his hat, on his helmet for to, for a game? One of the best catches of all time in the Super Bowl? So, so Eli didn't make that play? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say this. That was a modern NFL. He would That play would have been called dead. It would have. <laughs> oh. He would have two sacks on that play. Okay, but still. It was a, it was a, he balled, and I was happy he beat Brady. But for them people to wake up on first take talking about Drew Brees, not all this, Drew Brees ain't that, knowing the Saints got messed over in the NFC Championship, deprived of a Super Bowl, that we never going to ever – we don't know what would happen. You can say what you want about we got the ball back, but that shouldn't – the situation was uncalled for. Wait, never been in that situation. That's true. And that's – that's, oh, finish. I'm going to let you finish. Finish. You're, two, going, you're, going, you're going crazy. Two, we lost <laughs> to the Vikings – Two times in the last three or four three years. years. Three years, yeah, three. The last three years, off a play. I ain't, how you gonna blame Drew Brees for that? The the Minneapolis miracle. How Drew Brees get blamed for something like that? <laughs> I'm saying, how you gonna blame? How you gonna say that? Put that on his resume. It counts as an L. It's gonna be an L. But how you gonna say? Yeah, Drew, you you bad in playoff games. Lost like that. He literally gave up the lead before that happened. Then, then we got the game. With uh, Kirk Cousins. Which he played bad got lost on the play, tore his ankle. Then they come out and say, 
I, I didn't even think it was pass interference. I was yeah, like, I Kyle Rudolph, I said, Kyle Rudolph got him. That's a mismatch. Corner, a nickelback that's not strong like that on a big Kyle Rudolph veteran Titan. They said, oh, that was a push-off. We sorry. I said, well, ain't this him. <laughs> I didn't think it was a push-off. But personally, I would have rather them not say nothing. Just no. don't say nothing. No. Just come out and say yeah, Y'all ain't hurt up. last year. Right. So now y'all come out and say, oh, we messed up. I don't want to hear that. But I'm asking, why are we talking about the Kyle Rudolph play when Drew Brees had multiple turnovers with? Yeah, I, I, he played bad in that game. He played bad that game, but we that still, guy. he Give still kept us in the game. Even when with has the, Drew ever had like a, either, like a bad the, game like with the that fumble, the, the fumble, it was like he held the ball too long. Cool. The pick, it was a bad pick. But on top of that, he still kept us in the game. But it, I mean, Demond, it's like it's like, like points. It's like saying Joe Flacco a better. Playoff quarterback of Drew Brees because that outstanding run he had in Baltimore. But it's not because Eli Manning has two Super Bowl rings. Stop using the rings. <laughs> it is a team game. He had a way better running back. He had he had a they used to poke the ball. Didn't he throw? He only had he only has two thousand yards in the playoffs, bro. Are you serious? Literally calling that Packers team one of the best teams ever. They just went fifteen and one after the Super Bowl, and Eli took the sixth ranked team. The sixth-ranked team in the NFC. The rank do not matter in the playoffs. It, it really does not matter. So you don't <laughs> got to go to Lambeau in January, and that don't matter. It don't matter. You gonna play? Y'all playing the same game? <laughs> the seating don't matter to me. But back, and then I got my notes because people trying to. Drew Brees is eight and eight. Eli is eight and four. Literally say, oh, they don't want to come. to Brees is eight and eight. Eli is eight and four in the playoffs. He made it six seasons out of fourteen as a starter. Drew made it nine out of eighteen. Nine out of eighteen. Fifty percent. Nine out of fourteen. Less than fifty percent. Wait, what you said, Demond? It was the feedback on my mic was low. I said Eli's had more success in his time in the playoffs. Drew Brees, four thousand nine hundred sixty-seven yards in the playoffs, sixty-seven completion percentage. When Eli, two thousand two thousand yards, sixty percent completion percentage. Eli, nine nine interceptions. Drew Brees. 12 interceptions. Drew Brees threw the ball way more than him. How many touchdowns did Eli had? Huh? How many touchdowns did Eli had? 18 touchdowns, 9 picks. Drew Brees, 34 touchdowns, 12 picks in the playoffs. He playoff. played more games. You said – He played – okay, and we throw the ball. They don't. They didn't have to throw a ball like that. That's not what the Giants do. The Giants I play mean, good defense and run, and he throws it when he has to. That's what they used to do. We go deep in the playoffs. Though. We always go deep in the playoffs. Giants all – I mean, they went deep two times. That's what I'm saying. He went 3-0 and two times, so that's six games right there. But when he had the playoff run. When I look at the games the Giants won their biggest games, it was on Eli's arms. The Super Bowls, the David Tyree catch, the Mario Manningham catch. When I look at when they went to Green Bay, he was throwing the ball to Victor Cruz. He was throwing the ball to these guys. So let's not act like he was just giving it because they brought back. And Drew don't throw the ball on Drew don't be throwing the ball? No, bro. Completion percentage is still high. I don't I'm not understanding what it's a tough conversation. Honestly, it is. I mean, when you think about it, honestly, Eli, there are two seasons, like y'all saying, 4-0, both wild card, and then they went to Super Bowl one. It's incredible, honestly, that they both they did that twice. But in the other seasons, in the other 11 seasons, and I think he went, or, you know, whatever, he was 0-4. The, uh, the other um, so, four seasons they go. Yeah, he was 0-4. So it's like, yo. You no, he went 2-4. and four. Out of, Outside of the Super Bowl seasons, he was 2-4. and four. Right. Yeah. And it is well. a four. So they, they did have, like, you know. But for you to win a Super Bowl. Twice as the sixth seed, it's insane. It definitely it, is. Insane. That's some NFC stuff, though. That that's what they, that's what they was doing. Yeah, 
I know, but I think he's had a more like dazzling. Like when we look at Eli, we remember all these glamorous moments. We're like, dang, you know, that does make him kind of go great in the playoffs. But when we look at the stats, Drew Brees, he, he's had his complications, not necessarily because of him, but he has in some shape and form produced at a high level in the playoffs. I mean, those stats, those are regular quarterback stats that people just throw in the playoffs. So we have to acknowledge that. So I think that's, I think it is a hard debate, but if I had to chime in, bro, I would just say Eli. It, it, has to, it, has to, it has to, bro. He has to. How does it come down to the rings when it's a team game? Wait, let James go. Let the James better go. team won. That's that's what it comes down to. Drew Brees not playing Tom Brady on the field. He's playing Tom Brady defense. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a team game. Go, James. They they battling men, mentally. Quarterbacks do have to take into account what's so happening. We always do that, though. You say at the oh, end you of the day, do that, though, quarterback The best thing to do is run to rings. Brady's played with a great defense every time. So, I don't like – I don't – that's not a fair accusation. Go, Jace. Okay. So, I feel like there hasn't been one game – no, there has been one game. There's only been one game that I can blame Drew on us losing in the playoffs, and that was just past year. You can't give me another game the reason why Drew Brees is the reason why we lost. I mean, he threw this interception at overtime, bro. I feel like come on, come on, come on. If Russell Wilson would have threw that interception, you'd be the same way. He threw the interception. He shouldn't have been in overtime. That's bro, the point. What we've, what we've been bro, saying. It don't matter, bro. The most blatant, the most blatant no call of all time, bro. It all time. Uh, if it would have happened to you, Demond, you'd be the same way. How we do? How we? How we? Demond, go out and hear Couldn't go score. Huh? That's what I'm saying. We got the ball first. We could go score. Like you had to. At that point, bro. Come on. If they would have called the PI, we would have won the game. Oh no, man. Y'all oh still got the lead. But if you don't run the ball on first down right there, you don't even have to put the put it in the referee's hands. Don't, bro. It don't matter. Come on. I, that's Are you serious, bro? It, you got it. I don't even want to talk about it no more. Anytime, <laughs> it was the most blatant no call of all time. We talk about this no call like once every month. <laughs> I'm saying because people still try to act like it's an excuse for that. It's no, it's no excuse. And then somebody said if they would have called a no call, how do you know y'all would have scored? What? It was over. Like, we didn't have to score. We didn't have to score. It was up. Didn't when we? Yes. No. No, we wasn't up. We need a field goal. Yeah, you kick the field goal, then the Rams will go kick a field goal. Uh, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, but we was gonna run out the time if we would have got the first because Terry oh, yeah. made that crazy catch. But you would have run out the time if you ran the ball on first down. But the play – DeMond's such an asshole because he know the play we ran was going to work. Put a shirt on. Good play. The play was going to work, and he literally hit us instead of doing – like. The play they ran was a little uh, little quick slant to Michael Thomas. Yeah. You just threw it low. But I'm saying I don't even know how you do that. Michael Thomas on the day has four catches for 36 yards. Put the ball in Ingram or Kamara's hands. The Rams got to use their timeouts. But – the play, it was to and it was open. <laughs> he was open. The dude wasn't even in position to make a play. That's the reason he why he hit him. dived at him he head first. Up. Head first. And the fact that he, he did like this, or like he did, he taunted us all. So let me ask y'all, the fact that Drew Brees throws the interception at overtime. Oh, are we talking about <laughs> my oh. <laughs> oh, let's talk about it. <laughs> the fact that Drew Brees interception at overtime has no bearing. That's not his fault. It shouldn't have been in the overtime, period. But he's it was an his fault. 
Honestly, it was. I mean, in my opinion, it was rough in the passer as well. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak on that. I'm not gonna speak on that. I'm not. It was his fault for throwing it. Just, I, just threw it, which was stupid. But it was a rough in the pass. They hit him in the face. They didn't call that. They, they ain't call that. It wasn't calling nothing, but it's cool. Nothing at all. If you wanna, if you wanna go look at it again, Demond, you can. He threw it. He hit him in the face. If that would happen to Tom Brady. Oh, Trey. Yes. Who is a better playoff quarterback, Eli Manning or Drew Brees? Well, <laughs> based off the stats that a Saints fan provided, even with those stats, if you add that with the end result, which is a Super Bowl MVP and two Super Bowl rings. Two and four outside of those seasons. Like. Like I said, everything two and four outside of those seasons, meaning you know when he didn't have, like I said, so, so he said two and four outside of that season. Okay, still currently July twenty third, twenty twenty. Eli Manning has two Super Bowl wings as a team and a Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> like I, I'll continue, but two Super Bowl rings a and a Super Bowl MVP. And Drew Brees has one Super Bowl ring as a team. You wasn't going to say that. Yeah, time. I mean, I don't care. It's a team sport. It's a team. And he has the MVP as well. No, I didn't say as a team. You did. So what you said oh, is. Oh, yeah. One Super Bowl as a team and one MVP as well. Okay. So does Drew Brees have a Super Bowl MVP? Yes. yes. As a team, right? Don't for, I'm, I'm saying keep the same energy with Eli. I said two yes. Super Bowl rings as a team. And then you said in an MVP. Then you said Drew Brees has one, right? Yes. A Super Bowl as yeah, a team. Drew Brees, Drew Brees is Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP he had with his New Orleans Saints team, correct? <laughs> uh, MVP is a personal award. A ring is a, a ring. Everybody gets one. Everybody. Okay, so Eli's MVP wasn't personal in his Super Bowl appearance? I said, are you listening? You're not. No, are you listening? You're I trying to Super Bowl Eli's as a team. <laughs> ring. So you said Super Bowl MVP. I said, okay. Then you started over and said, Bruiser, let me know. I can it's my turn. I mean, I'm no, trying you to... ask the question, I'm answering you. Like I said, when I can finish my turn, let me know. Bro, no. Go, Trey. Go, Trey. Go. So, with everything that Derek is saying, I hear everything he's saying. Everything he's saying could is his opinion with the everything he was saying statistically, factually, is a fact. And what's in that fact. Is Eli has two Super Bowls, a Super Bowl MVP, compared to Drew Brees' one Super Bowl and one Super Bowl MVP. So what I'm saying, I'm not saying that Eli's a better overall quarterback. I'm not saying he's had a better career. But when it solely comes down to playoffs, has he produced like has he been more effective for his team to reach the ultimate goal? I mean, like the fact it's in the pudding, like. They have he has two Super Bowls. He's had he more has effective? to show let me finish. The, but let I'm me gonna ask you a question. You said more effective. But I, I said so I don't lose my train of thought. Let me Go finish. Ahead, so at the end of the day, in order to win a football game, you have to score more points. So for you to score more points, you have to get put into a position to score. So even if that means the defense getting a stop. Um, in your own in, in your own red zone, you as the quarterback who's going to be the second person to touch the ball. Like, first after the center, the quarterback is the second person to touch the ball 
you have to make sure you don't turn the ball over and stay in field goal range or whatever, score a touchdown. So I'm saying all that to say. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Y'all boys, hell. <laughs> Hey, let him finish, bro. He's going somewhere. I get it, bro. Like, I'm, saying all, I, I'm saying all of that to say because the main argument that Derek had with all of this was Eli didn't – Eli, the New York Giants defense when they won those two Super Bowls. Eli didn't have to throw the ball as much. Yeah, yeah. Eli had to put his team in the position or maintain his team in the position to score more points than the Patriots. That's a, that's a fact. Like, so – he contributed to the two rings. Like, he's deserving of those two rings. So he did more for his team in the playoffs to achieve their ultimate goal. I don't see how that's – I don't see how that's – How's he doing more when he didn't throw more touchdowns? I don't, I don't see how he's doing more. He threw for almost half as many yards. What are you talking – Half he as many touchdowns. I don't get how he's doing more. He, he has more he games when he drives. He has more when he drives and more comebacks. But Drew Brees has we don't, we don't be down. with no Super Bowls. Those stats don't matter. I mean, you don't have to come back. Oh, this, is, this is ridiculous. We're always up. I don't understand. This is, how, this is outlandish. Oh. It's, I don't see. He has, Eli has more game-winning drives and more fourth-quarter comebacks. I'm saying. But I we don't have to come back. I just sat here and said Eli outperformed Drew Brees in the playoffs. I've been saying the same thing. He has been more effective in having and getting his team to completing their ultimate goal of winning the Super Bowl. Not more effective when the, the numbers really show not effective. Come on, come on. He has two Super Bowls <laughs> with a team, <laughs> with his team. Because he got that. That's what I'm saying. In that order for point. his team to win the Super Bowl, they had oh, to have God. more points. Even if his defense did all the work to force, say the Patriots went for it on the fourth round on their 30, the defense kept <laughs> them up. Eli still couldn't fumble the ball. Eli still couldn't throw a turnover. He's the second person to touch the ball. He had to do – even if it was three handoffs, they had to be three non-fumbling handoffs in order to score the three. So, Bess, you, you giving credit for being a – I'm not giving man. that credit. I'm oh, saying that's a hypothetical. I'm, I'm telling you, though, so, that's a part of football. So, we're going to act like Eli doesn't have two – he has two – if you were to rank Super Bowl throws in terms of greatness, he has two ranking in the top five. Come on. So, but they, they don't want to talk about that. They want to talk about the D-line. <laughs> they want to talk about – talk talk about, about, about the catch that wouldn't be a catch if it was today. catch that wouldn't be a catch. not be a catch today, though. It wouldn't be. That wasn't even better That was a fumble. The Mario Manningham catch might be number one. That was a great catch. That was a great throw, great catch. But what's her name? Caught on his head. The ball That's a whole pass. That's a whole pass. I don't know about that. They really, they really fixed up on that catch rule. I don't know. They ain't fixed the penalty rule, so shit. Okay. Next topic, Blue. I'm done with it. That was a whole pass. Okay. Great conversations. Great dialogue. Uh, Antonio Brown retires for again. I forgot which time. Or Dave. Then I retires. Uh. That's my AB news. Take it away, you guys. I don't pay him no mind. That's just me. Until he gets signed with a team, I don't. I'm not even. I don't have nothing to say about it. Yeah. Not worried. Uh, and the Washington football team. Trash. Newly named today. 
they're going out. They're going to ride with his name for uh for this season. football garbage. season. That's garbage. How you gonna sell a member? It's just garbage. Wait. Yep. Real quick, before we touch the Washington thing, I walked out before um, what was said about AB. Nobody wants to say anything. Nothing to say. I said, I said, I don't pay him no mind because until he gets signed with the team, he always do these things. Well, my, my team was in the running to sign him, and it's being announced that when Josh Gordon is reinstated, it looks likely like the Seahawks want to bring him back. Um, I think the difference this is this is real blackball. Like there's Colin Kaepernick's racist blackball, but AB a. brought this all on himself, and he continues to bring him on himself. So I don't know if somebody's gonna sign him. I hope so, but I mean, it ain't happening, bro. It's 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 rough, and I feel I feel frustration, but he got tricked out his own bag. I don't think AB plays again. He got tricked out his own bag. He should have just stayed in Oakland. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't care if the quarterback situation not fair. You went there and signed the deal. Yeah, yep. that's why he just tried to not honor a contract. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, the Washington football team. Thumbs up, thumbs down, or nay? I know it's a thumbs down. It looks really solid. I'm really interested to see how it goes. Why so optimistic? They look like the the Alabama. They look like Alabama. But I'm saying they have a lot of young guys who just came from that Chase Young. I'm excited to see how Chase Young, because all the hype that's coming around is really really getting me going. But the subject is not the team, though. It's like, okay, you wanted the name. (laughs) We wanted the name change from Redskins, but you're just going to say the Washington football team. It's obvious the execs don't care. They didn't care. Like, that's, that's what I'm getting. Well, they couldn't get the name cleared in time, but either way, it's still garbage. And that's what, And that's why they did it, how they did it, so it could have that one little optic, like, oh, nah, we definitely just didn't have it cleared. No, that's not true. I mean, if I, if I, we I, wanted something done, come on now. Like, I'm going to say, Demond. It don't look bad. Like, it don't look We're bad. talking about Wait, what Demond <laughs> Demond's the same person that likes the Seattle Kraken. Come on, get out of here, man. The Seattle Kraken. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, that secondary logo, the anchor with the Seattle spit. I look like a Madden I'm generic logo. Uh oh. Uh oh. Not playing with me, bro. Getting it on the hat. Lulu. <laughs> uh, I, I just know. It's, it's like. It's like a last-minute project, it feels like. They just exactly. threw it together. Oh, we need a name for a project. Uh, watch the like football they, team. It's like they weren't even trying to think of a new name because they didn't think this was going to happen. They weren't going to change that name unless, like, especially if this this stuff didn't, like, go on. Like, they weren't going to change the name at all. Like, it's – Oh, no, no doubt. They had no plans of changing it. No plans at all. Like, it's horrible. Oh, John, you wasn't on here when we talked about this. I'm going to ask you uh, – we know how, like, they, the Washington, they had to change their name. Do you see a potential name change coming to, let's say, the Atlanta Braves, Florida Seminoles, Cleveland Indians, Kansas City Chiefs? Or do you think this is only just a Washington issue because how racist their name was? I think collegiately it will be more difficult to try to change and trade, like, change trademarks and come up with a whole different organization as far as the name. You know, it's, like, a lot intertwined with collegiate sports. I think professionally it's a little easier. Um Redskins is just really, like, offensive. That's a really derogatory yeah. term. And others, I think there is a severe case of, like, culture misappropriation where you have white people dressed like Indians and Native Americans, rather, yeah. and, like, they're doing these rituals that are not even probably original Native American rituals. And I think that's just 
embarrassing to yourself. I think that's demeaning, disrespectful, and like really ridiculous for you to be a white person and just knowing the history of white people and Native Americans, I think that's that's really ridiculous. So will that prompt them to change their name? No. I mean, you saw it took over 20 years for Dan Snyder and his Washington team to change. So I, I don't think that unless with a serious like push, that is going to happen. Did anybody else say yes? Because it's, I don't know. Gotcha. Um, that's all football I have. Do you guys have any news before I run through these sports topics and give it the cut to music? Doesn't look like it. All right. Uh, Woj returns tomorrow, July 24th. He will enter the bubble after his two-week suspension for telling the Missouri Senator F you. Woj is back. He's free. Love Woj on the Pac-5 man. We love him. My guy. Uh, and Iron Mike is back. Mike Tyson, I think he's doing a fight according, <laughs> according to Yahoo Sports. He's going to do a fight with, I think, his brother's last name, Jacobs. No, Roy Jordan. I was about to say, he. I know he's not fighting. He's not fighting him. He's fighting Roy Jordan. Oh, good looks, good looks, good looks, good looks. Jacobs, um, top five. Iron Mike is back. Uh, do you guys think this is just for – do you think Mike Tyson's hurting for money or he just want to do this out because he loves boxing? Oh, no, I know it's because he loves boxing. I think he got bored with the retired life, I think. Okay. I, I hope he don't you – know, I hope he don't got CTE or something and he damaged himself more because it, – it's, It's cause similar to the floor situation Uh, when he fought McGregor. He didn't have to fight McGregor. I think he, would, I think he did that just for a money grab. A money grab, in my opinion. But you guys say he's doing it for the love of boxing, so. Uh, I saw an interview on – I saw an interview on first take this morning when Mike and Max Kellerman asked him about it. He was basically like, well, he feels like there are a lot of athletes who are fans of prime. He said he was inspired, actually, because he was looking at Jerry Rice work out. He was like, wow, Jerry Rice is, like, you know, older in the 50s, and he still is, like, amazing physique and able to go out there and kind of still be an athlete. So he was like, well, what if, you know, these people who people claim are past their prime are able to get in some type of sport program where they're still able to show their capabilities? So like, I wanted to start, you know, like, as you know, it's not just – they're fighting. It's like a whole organization he's starting, I think. So you yeah, have Robinson and his YouTuber also fighting in this event. So he's trying. I don't know why. You know, they're obviously out of his prom. And he's trying to make this possible. And they compared it to the likes of Big 3 that Ice Cube is doing. So I think, genuinely, he is trying to get those athletes who are past their prime to come out and just see what, you know. It, it could be cool, too, to see, like, some football. These old heads come out and play football. I know that. I mean, I might not like it today in my generation. But I know, like, my dad might like some of these older gentlemen who might come out and if they do some type of retirement football league or something. I think Mike Tyson doing this will be some type of trendsetter for what is to come or old people playing sports again. Gotcha. Cut, you were saying something? All right. Oh. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, I got two music topics where we get the new music cut. Uh, we'll start with Snoop Dogg versus DMX. <laughs> Cut. One of the verses about. I know he didn't. We didn't catch all of it, but they just enjoy this one. But I don't see how. Uh, yeah. Explain. explain. Uh, Snoop Dogg got more hits, and then Snoop Dogg. They said Snoop Dogg didn't play all his stuff, so yeah. I know like if he he would played all his hits, hits. Would... And Snoop Dogg wrote for Dr. Dre. Yeah. It was like you know, Snoop Dogg started freestyling. DMX not like Snoop Dogg. You can see Snoop Dogg actively still can rap and still make can make music and still does. Whereas, like, DMX don't really, you won't hear him on anything. 
probably make all his money off old streams, streams off his old music and like samples. Like Drake sampled them on views. What you got, Broom? That was fast. I thought I was looking bigger deep dive. And lastly, oh, uh, me and just got more stuff. Man. Oh, and last uh, last thing I got is uh, Kanye West is back in the news. No comment. Uh, releasing a Friday, he's supposed to release the album Donda tomorrow. Donda with children. Not listen, not listen to first. Listen to Donna Deluxe first. Um. Then he had a recent tweets on Twitter, and people are basically saying, uh. Uh, he has a mental illness. Just want to get your thoughts on the Kanye West situation. Trey, you like you have something to say? You can go. <laughs> well, I mean, because at first I was definitely like, man, Kanye does have a pattern of doing this like right before he drops. But it's like, okay, yeah, he could have that pattern, but it's not. But he has a mental disability. Like he's bipolar. Yeah, and it's not like he's not a person. So it's like, okay, he's bipolar, and he's like, okay, I'm a his like one side of him, I guess, is is saying, okay, before my album drop, I'm gonna say what's on my mind. Like I'm gonna say I'm about to go unfiltered because I know I'm gonna get trending. I'm like keeping it a hundred. I don't know if that's like what his one side of him is telling him. And then it's like he realizes, oh, okay, like I'm tripping. I just can't say what's on my mind. I'm Kanye West. So, but he he is like truly diagnosed with that. So that's why it's like my views on the situation has drastically changed because it's like. I understand, but that's not giving him a pass for a lot of the stuff he's saying. Cause it's like, damn, yeah, you said you really saying that about hey, tell me. But like you like you gotta understand though. You still have to like just be understanding. Like that's my take. I mean, in my opinion, I don't give no leeway. I'm tired of the dumbass stuff I see on Twitter and stuff. So I, I've kind of cut ties with yeah. I can't even listen to his music without thinking of some about some of that stuff. Like it bugs me. So like that's the thing. Like you already said, you cut ties with Ye because you're attaching Kanye West, like the artist, to what he's saying on Twitter, and that's what. No, I'm addressing. I'm I'm relating Kanye West to Kanye West. I know. Okay. Well, yeah, not Kanye West, the artist, like musician, but Kanye West, the person, like he's an right. artist. Fashion designer, artist. So with him being Kanye, it's like the what he's tweeting. Um technically isn't Kanye. Like, he has a disability, bro, where he can't... He's not himself on but a win. Disability like, ain't a pass to do dumb stuff. Right. I mean... And it's you, like, somebody made a good point. He was like, well, you know, disability, disability don't make you say, like, crazy stuff. No, it doesn't make you say crazy stuff, but you can't control what you say. That's, that's the whole... Can't like, control it. Don't want to control it. You can't be an enabler for people that don't want to be right. Well, okay, well, I can't... I'ma just recant even what I because so exactly. they saying he don't want to take his medicine, so that's on him. And, she, and they saying she said I can't make him do anything. He's a grown man, and I've dealt with people like this, and I and, get it. And so like, well, you can't it's make it's them do anything. They gotta want help themselves. It's not. It's, no like, it's like okay, he don't want to take his medication. What like kids don't want to as his whatever whoever his support system is, and then with his wife is like you have to hit it where it hurts somewhere to. Just right. like with a kid, like okay, if I'm a kid and I don't want to eat my lima beans, I want to eat my vegetables. My mama gonna t- take away my game, take away after after somebody make eighteen, you legally can't. Make you're not understand what I'm saying. I'm saying his support system should have some type of. You don't need him. He's rich. He don't need a support system. Uh, That's the thing. My th- he obviously needs no, a support ahead. system he with how he. he doesn't. Acting. I'm saying he has people around him 
the people that are with him every day clearly can't control him, so they don't even bother. And then he's not even with his like wife. He's not at home with his wife, but she can't make him do anything. Even like, there's nothing they can take away from him. Like I said, oh, you can't see your kids. He literally tweeted, "I'll see him when they're 18." He tweeted that. So at that point, he don't care. Exactly. And that's, that's okay. You're attaching what he's tweeting to you. Just at that point, he doesn't care. You can't say that because you don't know his state of mind when he tweeted that. I he do. Been, uh, like, you can. Uh, you know right and wrong. Bipolar don't make change your ability to be right and wrong of knowing yeah. right and wrong. Jace. Right, um, I feel like I feel like Ye is trying to help himself with him moving to Wyoming because with the bipolar disorder, you always want like you always want like a stable mindset, like a stable mood around you. And like in Wyoming, there's nothing over there. Like it's just straight mountains and just just land and stuff like that. So I feel like him moving to Wyoming will help him a little bit. But he does have to, he does need to be on the meds though. Because the meds and then the Wyoming with everything around him being like just a stable, a stable like aura around him. I feel like it it doesn't it's not gonna cure it because there's no cure for bipolar disorder, but he just I feel like he, he is sick though. He is sick, but but yeah, I feel like you can't you can't you can't judge him off of what he's tweeting because yeah, he like yeah, he is a person at the end of the day, and like he knows right from wrong. But like, like Trey is saying, that bipolar disorder, like, as soon as you don't take your meds, you back on. Like your your bipolar your bipolar is just back there, is back. So, and then if you going through symptoms and of bipolar, like of course you ain't gonna take no meds, like because you you bipolar, like you going you going through some shit right now. So, and I would fought where I would like personally fought yay from my my opinion would be like with the money and resources he has it's functional bipolar people like in the world right it's not like you can't he does he has to take responsibility like okay like it's not like i don't have the resources to get better so that's and that's why i keep talking about like the people around him and his support system i don't even know how it even got to this point where it's like he's not on his meds or he's not doing I just like, bro, what? I want to say this real quick before I forget, but I seen a good post about it and about somebody that works in the medical field. Being bipolar doesn't make you misogynistic, and being bipolar does not make you anti black. So there's no excuse for the stuff he's saying. That's what my point is. It seems like he, he's still saying what he wants. Like, that's him. He thinks like that. Nobody, you don't, being bipolar don't make you be like, oh, I'm against black people all of a sudden. Or, oh, women are. Wait, what do you say? Make, 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 them say I'm against black people. Yeah, when he say that? When he say I'm against I've black people? I've never seen him say that. This is his third time saying something about Harriet Tubman. Why does he keep going back to the same person? See, that's what people are trying to take his word yeah, out of And I, I her, 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 her great grandchildren, whoever spoke out against it's like, that's somebody grandma, bro. You know you're talking about, uh, whoever. I wouldn't say he's anti-black. He's not yeah. anti-black because he's done a lot of. That in the last that. since Jesus has dropped, he's done multiple anti-black things. But the thing you just did, you see the right there. He didn't have Confederate flags on clothing. He didn't say stuff about Harriet Tubman. He didn't say the slaves didn't want to be free. He didn't say all kind of dumb stuff. So it's not just one incident. People didn't just cut him off off that. It's been multiple incidents since people cut him off. He's the Make America Great Again hat. It's this is not his first time doing this. So I don't, for people that say they're done with him, I, I get it. Will I, I listen mean, to this album? Sure, I'll check it out, but I don't. Uh, let, let John go, let John go. Now, real quick, the thing with Kanye, when he has to go to like different 
briefs and stuff like that, a lot of times he's not writing what he's saying down. Like, when he goes there, he's just speaking off the dome. And I think he doesn't mean for it to come off harmful, but it does. And his contention be good around it. Like, when he said a thing the other day about uh, Harriet Tubman, she said she didn't sleep, free the slaves. She just got to the work of other white people. That kind of didn't have no basis to it. But I don't think he was trying to, like, be anti-black. But the music tonight, I mean, we got to listen to it because I'm curious personally to see what's going to sound like from gospel to R&B to 808s and to everything that he does. Hopefully use. rap. If it's gospel, I just want to know what it's going to sound like. That's if it's gospel, I'm 100% done with him. Please be rap. <laughs> I just please be written by somebody else. Cause <laughs> I hear Chick Fil A bar. Or I hear rapping for Gap. I'm, I'm back. No, no, no. I just, I just feel like he always, he always does this when he's about to drop new music. Exactly, and, and that's why it's like I used to think it was attention grab, but then people making statements and stuff. But then I was like, I can't really take what his wife and them say for granted, for for with nothing but a grain of salt too, because they attention grabbers too. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I never know. So I don't care. I'm going to listen, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't pay his tweets anymore. I didn't get a rattles no money. The show over here, though. Uh, 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 what he said, in, in Jesus' name, no cap, or whatever. In that Jesus' was, name, no more cap. That's hard. That, that's hard. You can even dismiss that. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, deleted every other tweet but that one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> but the only one, I because, like, we, I ain't going to lie. I really was through with him when he started, my daughter will never be rape, something, playboy, Play something, exploit. He, it was a typo. They said he meant to do, right, uh, never, something post. It was something he wrote, and it was like rape. And I was like, nah, bro. Your daughter, your wife, and rape in the same sentence? That's not even accurate. That's very sketchy. <laughs> you but know? no, basically what he was saying was... He tweeted, it was like, my daughter will never be rape. Or like something. Daughter, yeah, I don't in that position. Like you were so like, he basically saying he's telling he's talking about Kim Mama or something, because he's kept saying my my, my, right, my wife right, whenever right. exploit my kids and pose for Playboy or whatever. But he wrote something so fast and he didn't delete it. It was up for a minute. It was like my daughter, if my I would never let my daughter get raped. My, I would never let Kim let my daughter get raped. Or something like that. And it was like what? I see that? Now his the way he was tweeting that particular evening was ridiculous. That was the first time. That wasn't yesterday or two days ago. It was the first time. Oh, the first night. I'm just leaving that bitch for me. I've, he's a sick man, and he's still a black man in my eyes. He's still a black man, so I'm always pray for him. I want. I'm a support. Like, I'm a. I'm oh, a support. He said, I, "I put my life on the line for my children." That North mother <laughs> would never sell her sex rape. That boy, he meant sex tape. Finish what you were saying, Trey. Wait, what? See, so, I think he meant rape. Maybe I think he was trying to say R is next to the tape, but I think he meant tape, but okay. that tweet was different. I know, but I think he was trying to say Ray J like raped her or forced her into that. I don't think that's it. No, I know. Pharisees. I know. What you saying? The, R, the oh. R is right by the T on the keyboard. That's what it was. I said that. But um <laughs> Yeah, I'm with Jace. Like I support, I'm not gonna say that I support. Kanye's even like things he say when he's off his meds. I just support Kanye getting better. I want him to get better. That's it. Like, so I'm a still like I'm a still me if me listening to his music is still helping him getting better, getting money in his pockets to continue to get be, to try and get better or whatever. Like I mean, I'm still a Kanye fan. I like you don't got you don't got associated music with him as a person. 
don't. Oh, well, I'm saying, I like, I'm still listen to his music. I'm That's not, how I feel. It's not hard. It's not hard. If does it. something on me, you don't, but a cancel culture make you think you got to cut somebody out because they agree. You don't got to cancel nobody. Man, you supposed to told me to cancel Wayne so many times. I ain't kidding. <laughs> Crazy. That's that's what uh, Hernandez taught me. He taught us that in a uh, twelfth grade. You can uh, you can separate you can the art, the from, art the, from, from the, the person. Form. Yeah. Right. 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 And some but, people and some people could do it, but some but some people can't. That's okay. Can't, but for but me, I, I can do me, it. Yeah. I can I could do it, but it's only if I want to do it. This is not one of those cases I want to do it. It's only. It's I will say me, I kind of did it six times. I don't listen to six times. In certain cases, because it's like. If it's like a a rapper is like Kim, like what, like perfect example is like R. Kelly. I'm not gonna sit here and say I don't listen to R. Kelly no more. It's not way different. I'm saying that's the thing. Like he is a pedophile. uh, Some consider a rapist, but we know he's a pedophile. So it's like okay, but you'll be lying if you said stepping name love doesn't slap. Like you'll just be lying. It's slap, but I can't listen to it. Yeah, and that's the key. It's like, okay, you can separate the artist from the music, but that doesn't because if you still support the art, you, you still can separate the artist from the music in private. Some stuff you just can't be like on Instagram right. and post on R. Kelly music. Right. Yeah, you can't do that. I know <laughs> even in private, you're still <laughs> supporting the artist. Oh, I mean, so but it's just with it's just that's what you're about them making money. It's like, yeah, because it's like, like I'm not I don't care. R. Kelly got one song. I, I ain't heard it in a while, but it, I wish that's like my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 R. Kelly, I, I ain't gonna lie. R. Kelly probably got one of my favorite R&B songs. I'm not gonna say which one. <laughs> when I hear that, I wish, but I ain't gonna cap. You, I, I, I know that song word for word. But like for, for us, uh, we like for our generation, we don't play it. But like people in my mama generation, but they don't care about that as long as yeah, the older people, good. Some older people don't won't cut yeah. him off. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's true. My mama, yeah. not, my mama ain't cut him off. Ain't it's nobody. Like, it's like you grew up the person. What you said, John? Ain't nobody trying to go on verses with R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, <laughs> I was about to make a joke, but it's 2020. Yeah. 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 Hey. Glad you caught yourself. Hey, yeah. I, I, all right. New music. J. Cole dropped Lewis Street EP. Lion King on Ice and the Climbback. Like my tweet. Lion King on Ice is fire. The king, the climb back is is okay. It's just bars. If you like bars, just listen to like good bars. You can listen to it. Is better than KOD? It is better than KOD. <laughs> the king, the king, Lion King on Ice is like, it's up there. It's better than some of the songs on KOD. But KOD had a couple good songs. I just didn't like the album. Lion King on Ice might be the be- better than any song on KOD. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. See, okay, so it's not just me. Um, then we got the Woo, uh, Shoot for the Stars, and for the Moon Deluxe the dropped on his birthday. Uh, he added one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, like three remixes. Yeah, yeah, remix with. Yeah, like 13, 14 songs. Um, I like my favorite off the new stuff is Backseat with PNB Rock, and I like Hello with A Boogie, and I like Imperfections. He had he had a good bag of like sampling old R and B songs and like saying saying that interlude go crazy. Imperfections, yeah, that's that's Mario. I go crazy. You should let you like, as you should let me love you by Mario. He like you should let me honey. Let me be the one to give you everything you want. You know you like everything you want on God. <laughs> he switched it like he switched up the word. It's it's Fado. Be clear is good as well. And I ain't gonna lie, I like the Diana remix, which is actually the original more than the other Diana. Because Cowboy was supposed to be on an original, and I like Cowboy. Straight, ain't no chaser. 
and uh, showing off with Fibio, him and Fibio are real close friends. Part two is garbage. So the second half of part two is good. But you, gotta, I but you don't like I If you don't I like the I, 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 bro, I like the I like part one. He was on there. You don't like I, AA? Bro, part <laughs> two is so garbage, bro. I'm sorry. And um, hey, oh, hey, uh, hey, I don't know hey. if I talked about this. Rod Wave dropped a single called Through the Wire. Uh, I saw the video. The song the song, the song what? I said no. The song ain't what? It's not that hard. You tripping. Uh, he, yeah. was, he was singing through the wire in the back, and that was fine. Like, he was singing, like, through the wire. Nah, as his, like, you played it in the car? Nah, I was watching. I saw the YouTube video. Played it in the car. But, yeah, he, 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 he had gotten a wreck a couple weeks ago, and then he yeah. didn't get in the car from the impound and post making a video. He had listen, a terrible bleeding. He said he almost lost his life. Yeah. Listen to – he said he was off the off some codeine. But, anyway. Allegedly. Um, listen to the um, – Jelly, bro. I've heard it. I mean, I'm. Me and AB like it. Me and Alton both were talking about. It. We say we both like it. But Rod Wave. Oh, that's why. That's what I want to talk about. The Rod Wave song I got stopped. If you ain't really checking for bro, you, you gotta. Rod Wave don't make. He makes. People be slamming Rod Wave. Yeah, Demond, Jalen. Oh, uh, Rod Wave is loved. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Now. I feel like I, every cool. gangster on Instagram loves Rod Wave. Yeah, he got the number one song on TikTok. He got the number one song on TikTok. He makes good, but he don't make bad music. It's just you gotta be into that though. Yeah. He talk about the struggle and how he went to high school and he yeah. ended up trapping and life got hectic. Got kicked out this place, kicked out that place. Die in these Cuban links. I'm a dying in Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, he got he got dealing with his family stuff. He dealing with yeah. not having love and then finding love and all that. And this is real. He's a very sympathetic rapper. And yeah, people it's real. It's simple, but it's realistic. Like. Trouble being his comments, Boosie, everybody be like, yeah, bro, that you the hardest, bro. It's hard, gangster. Like, if you can relate. So, for me, it reminds me of like a Jaheem or a Life Jennings, an old singer that was kind of more. Thug, yeah, like old singer. singing rapping too, like that too, with that street yeah. stuff. And he, could, and he sang in rap. Tell him, Devon, don't, don't come back to Atlanta, bro. You come back, you're going to be on the ride away. I'm going to die in these Cuban links. Titanic better than Cuban links, bro. Go listen to it. Kevin Gates ate that. I had to address that, but oh, Janae Aiko. Wait, what you said about Titanic by Juice World? Yeah, you're right. Titanic by Rod Wave featuring Kevin Gates. Juice World. But uh, Janae Aiko dropped her deluxe. I have not checked it out yet. I ain't just been on that type of time. Her the deluxe tracks all snap. It is a really good album. I didn't like the I didn't like the original that much. What no, the I mean, the OG was pretty straight. I ain't gonna lie. The what? It was, it was like, the OG, like the regular, I said, I feel you, but the deluxe, I ain't gonna, that's like. No, the regular, the, no, what? I didn't like the regular. Her, no, I do like the regular, but it's R&B. Like, it's just slow. I, I like R&B though. I use, but I like, her mu- I like her music that's like that, uh, that euphoria feeling music. Like, it's like the, like the, like Sativa, and the, uh, and the, and the, um, New Balance. The stuff that sound more like, like, What's the word like? Uh, like you're going through a trans type music, but I, I like that P Fairy song too. That's on fuck. P Fairy. OCW, yeah. Yeah, she she. Whew, Jesus, Big Sean, you a lucky man, my boy. No okay. uh, cap. No cap. And then tonight, when y'all see this, we should have Gunner Deluxe. We should have um one of Deluxe by Gunner. Um. Gunner. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably else he was. It was um. I got a top five for this week. Kanye. Uh, Kanye's album. I don't know what the name is. I couldn't read it. Hey, first off, y'all gonna stop sleeping on my boy Logic. Oh hell. Kanye West, Donda, Gunner, One of the Love, The Kid Leroy, F Love, Shoreline Mafia. Can I finish? No, you be cutting everybody else out. I'm gonna cut I'm you. I'm finishing the list. It's a list. You know how many times you cut out Trader Day, Bo? I love Trader, but he was and he was just over here. We're not gonna talk about Don Tolliver and Gunner dropping that. Can I finish? No. Shoreline Mafia featuring Wiz, How We Do It, Justin Rari, Youngest in Charge, Logic, No Pressure. Chasing Don Tyler featuring Gunner Cafeteria. Famous Dex and Fibio cooped out. All this can't understand you because you're going too fast. Ski Master Slump God, uh, BTH. Coil LeRae do better. Uh, Currency and Harry Fraud. The Rooster caught the Harry Fraud. The Outrunners. Um, J. Cole's already out. Heady One featuring Drake. Only You Freestyle already out. I heard it, I heard he was speaking a different language. Um... Jaden Smith, Cabin Fever, already out. I didn't check that out. John sent that yesterday. Hard. Uh, yeah. And oh, Smino, Jid, and Kenny Beats got a song called Baghetti. Hard. 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 I know you heard it, John. I've been heard that song. I heard it. I've been heard that song. For real? I've been heard that song. Do we really believe, do we really believe Logic's retiring? Yes. Yeah, I think he's going to step away. Yeah. kind of fell Bears. off. <laughs> Relax. 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 I, I like Logic, but after, I ain't cap. After I don't want to be alive, you just yeah, like, my radar. Nah, I, like that, I like that song though. I like that song though. I did like that song. The thing about Logic is he his is low key hit or miss. Like either like every other project that he's done is kind of cool to me. Like he has Bobby, he's Bobby Tarantino's is two of them. I like the first one. Don't really like the second one like that. The I think he's retiring because the first I was called Under Pressure, and now it's hard. Yes, and now he's got under no pressure. So like for that, that junk is gonna be fire. It has to be the end. But the the album with one eight hundred on it, I ain't really like that like that. But everybody, yeah, I ain't really like everybody like that. But um, Bobby Tarantino, the incredible story that was like his best project. Bobby Tarantino two. Bobby Tarantino two has Mario. His, his concept albums was the best. I like. You said what? The concept album. That's the one you talking about. The uh, with the spaceship. All of his yeah, albums. Yeah, the incredible true story. Yeah, yeah, that was a fire album. It was a really good album. Like, when he has those concepts, he's just a creative I used, to do, I used to do promo for Logic when I was working with Def Jam. See, look, Logic Under Pressure, I got the little brain ball. Logic is tough. The only album that I didn't really, the was, this as a mixtape, the YSIV, I didn't really. Yeah, Young, that's Young Sinatra 4. I ain't like that either. Okay. I so. ain't listened to him since, yeah, I told you already. But he did make good music, and he had bars. I think when he went mainstream, he lost a lot of his, uh, some of his audience. But it's okay, it happens. What'd you say, Trey? I said, I like logic. Don't you smile? Yeah, I ain't a lot. I ain't <laughs> <laughs> can't smile thinking about the music. <laughs> you looking at your phone, all of a sudden you're like. Uh, yeah, I was looking at these um, Can I do my top five or you about to say something, John? Nah. Uh, top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. Has everybody here been to five concerts? Yes. Yeah, has not. That's why I didn't. That's why I look at you assuming. Well, he can't participate. He's gonna just say Lil Wayne. That's cool. <laughs> We're gonna y'all, do our top. Y'all was five. young for that concert. Oh my god, we gotta run that back. Like, we go now. Like, we like, we like, we were juniors, No, y'all were juniors in high school. High yeah, school. y'all like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do our top. That's young. That ain't it, bro. 
going to a concert now? You know how fun it is now? Uh, I mean, the last one I went to was we thought we on. Oh, World. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, but no, bro. Me and John, were we 21 for Astro World, John? Uh, yeah. You about to get muted, there. You all a bit close, but I ain't gonna lie. You had, you had to be 21. Yeah, for Astro World? Yeah, yo, bro, we were... We, oh, yeah, I got we like oh, Yeah, We were freshmen. Yeah, we were like 19. Yeah, you, you drove back from school. But don't yeah. be talking about muting me, fucker. We having a conversation. Ain't that what it's for? You was talking over me. Okay. Oh, I have been to a young boy concert. I'm in the four. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do our top five concerts we have attended. Uh, cut. Do you want me to unmute you and you can go, or you need some time to think? <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna probably rank it, I guess, because they're probably the most memorable. Number one, Astro World, 2019. This is, was this last year? And that was the second leg, 2019. 2018. Right? The second, the second leg, the second. Yeah, leg. that was the. Uh, I'm sure the first one may have been better, without a doubt. But no, was it? Okay, cool. No, uh, the second one was better for me. The second one was the better. Okay, yeah, and I really appreciate that concert. It was so lit. Like it's one thing to go to a concert and just know every single word. Um, two, Drake versus Lil Wayne tour was an amazing concert. Like for real, for real, them versing each other. The concept of that concert. Where you can have like an app to vote, where who was like the winner of the battle they did. That was really cool. Uh, J. Cole, I think it was uh, the house. Well, Paradise. Oh, no, you're talking about a different one. I just like the concept. 2014 was pretty straight. I think that was at Fox. No, it was at. 2014 was at Lakewood. Lakewood, yeah. That was a really nice concert. Uh, let's see, number four, probably my first ever concert ever. I got to rank it up there. It was Drake called Light Dreams and Nightmares. Thank me later. Drake, it was like 2011. It was for like Drake was just like bottom, trying to get his way to the top. He had the dream there. A lot of Atlanta rappers came out. And that time, Atlanta was like really hot. So that was a tough concert. And then number five, uh, hmm, I probably have to go. I think, what was that? J. Cole, Big Sean? Was that the same concert? I, I'm not trying to sure. But number five, ah, I'll probably go Wale. I went to a Wale concert and he uh, came out to the crowd. He put his arm around me, and we started like turning up. I didn't know the words. The song he was singing, him to come out to the crowd. So that's probably my top five concert experiences. And I wish I could have gone to a young boy. That'd be my honorary mention. <laughs> Greatest time of my life. Straight guy. Mm. Uh, Demond, you ready? Yeah. Um, top five for me. Number five. Uh, this is a little chippy. Essence 2016. Uh, saw P Diddy, Kendrick Lamar. And then for me, Kaylani, my oh, Jesus, flat. Yeah. Um, number four, I was living in Tampa at the time. That was my first Wiz concert, the Black Hollywood tour. He had Spitta currency with him, and he had Party Next Door. That was pretty dope. Yeah. Number three, Left Right tour. This is before Uzi and Cardi blow up right down in Atlanta at Center Stage. When my sister got the tickets for like fifteen dollars. Uh, Uzi brought out um, Rich the Kid, Lil Yachty. Uh, Cardi had his parents on the stage. It was lit. Uh, Astro World, that was pretty hard. Travis brought out Don Tolliver. Uh, Gunna brought out Lil Baby before. This was before the Lil Baby hype blew up. Um, we missed Sheck West because we was getting our merch. But yeah, that's how good. And then number one for me is the Decent Exposure Tour. I went to this by myself. I asked at least 30 people if they wanted to go with me. <laughs> I to go with me. I wore some 
retro threes out there. Got them shit messed up. But I got some really good seats. I got in the mosh pit with Cardi, with Wiz. It was pretty lit. So that's my top five. Hey, real quick, I want to change the Drake concert that I said, the first one, to actually the, nothing was the same with this circle where he was walking around. And uh, that was that was really far. Like, I, I appreciate that concert. It clapped like a whole 10 minutes when he walked off the stage and went back. It was it was lit. I was a junior in high school, so I was, like, really coming out. You know what I'm saying? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trey? Um, oh, we have to do the in order or no? I know how to be in order. So yeah, no particular order. Um, I went to Music Midtown by myself in 2015. By yourself, Drake. You had like like Drake, Sam Smith. They had Run the Jewels, and they had um, uh, like old like Panic at the Disco. Like it was just the lineup for me. And it was like right when I got in college, I was like, oh yeah. So that was memorable. And then the Nothing Was the Same Drake tour, the Drake versus Lil Wayne. The Drake versus Lil Wayne tour is probably, I thought it was like arguably one of the best tours I've ever been to, but I, it never, caught, I never caught any Astro World. I never caught one. I never made it Astro World. But I went to a, like right when Travis blew up, he, when he was um, opening for Rihanna, he had a pop up at, um, the op- not club opera at some little venue in Atlanta that I went to, and it was still a concert. So <laughs> I think that's is that five. You saw Travis at Morehouse, and that's four. You said three Drake concerts and one Travis. Okay, and um, nah, that um, and hmm, I mean, oh, and I went to the Weekends concert like right. Right when, like, he dropped Kissland probably like three months before he came to Atlanta, maybe. And that concert was, he has the most beautiful voice in person. You know that one with Tabitha? Yeah. Oh my gosh. The Kissland. Oh my. Jace? Yeah, I can hear you now. I have five. Oh, my bad. So uh, you top one then. Say yeah, it's saying like. Yeah, just say like the ones you've been to though. Some all the ones I've been to? I only been to four. Yeah, just name them. Oh, um Young Boy number one. Um it was a whole bunch of <laughs> I can't even say it. Hey, can you bleep this out when I say it? Yeah. It's a whole bunch of I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um number two, probably um Astro World, the second one. Um, then Wayne, and then uh, the fourth Astro. I mean, the first Astro World, number four. Uh, I guess I'll go with Halele. I'll save you for last cut. All right, I got four honorable mentions on my Derek type. Uh, honorable mention uh, Morehouse Homecoming 2018 with Cardi and YG. That was 19. That was 19. That was 19? No, it wasn't. Yeah. I, was, I thought we graduated. Oh, 2018, it was 2018. Yeah, I did graduate. It was 2018. You're right. Uh, Morehouse, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Morehouse Homecoming 2017 with
Oh uh, yeah, I was me, you, Jared, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, yeah. That, that was a lit concert. <laughs> uh, Remember, y'all got hard like completely uh, like topple headed, bro. <laughs> uh, number five, Jay Z and Beyonce on a run tour too. I did see Jay and Beyonce. <laughs> uh, that tour was that. That concert was amazing. Uh, number four, the San Pablo tour. Got it low because Kanye had a little break in the tour when the thing stopped working. Dang, that, but that's when he did the uh, <laughs> and bro fell. Yeah, knock bro down. Well, he didn't knock him down. Yeah. Gave him the four, uh, three, the damn tour, Kendrick Lamar and Travis Scott. That was cool. I forgot I went to that. Uh, number two, the Yeezus tour. I, I love that. I think that was my first time seeing a Kanye in concert, I believe. He, he had Kendrick Lamar open up for him. Then he had the uh, that Yeezus tour was five. And number one, the Astro World leg two, Travis. Uh, boy, Future, when Future came out, I could see it on my Snapchat memories, man. It's the greatest concert ever. Bro. And it went crazy. So he was like, it's March, right? Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Astroworld leg two, my uh honorable uh, my number one. Cut. Hey, hold on. First off, it's not fair y'all got honorable mentions, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> you, you're a new frequent guest. You ain't know we do that. I do that all the time. Yeah, be having about. 10 honorable mentions. Actually. I got some honorable mentions right now. Anti-tour Rihanna. So so oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, Travis Scott, all the Drake concerts I've been to that I'm not gonna have on my top five or up there. They were amazing. Uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive tour uh, was lit. I forgot who opened for Cole on that one. And then the damn tour with uh, Kendrick uh, featuring Travis Scott. That was lit. My number five is I Am Still Music tour. That was Lil Wayne, Nicki, and a couple of other people. It was, it was, that was a lit concert. I went with my dad. I got the picture still sitting up in my room. That was crazy. And it was with my dad. And I, I was like, dang, I wish I came with some homies or the girl. <laughs> it, was lit. it was lit. My dad was turned up. And it was like, dang, like, this could have been crazy. Uh, fourth, I got 2018 Morehouse Homecoming with Cardi. I was in the Mosh Pit for the first Boy, time. That's so wild. NYG, I was out. It was YG two. I was in the Mosh Pit for both of them. The, the Mosh, bro. You gotta be ready for like that. That's a fun experience, bro. Well, I, my my I, knees I, I can't do it now, but that was jumping up and down, bro. And I was like, all the girls hey, down there. The I, girls, I, like, oh my god! I said, get out the way. Bro, I, the I, hey. I didn't even listen to Cardi before that, but after that, I became yeah. a Cardi fan. Got <laughs> we were like, oh my God, what's this song? This is this hard. Uh, number three, I got Drake versus Lil Wayne. Uh, that was the first week of freshman year of college. Yeah, you had none of your Drake concerts in the top four. I said, all of them. Except yeah, not in the top four. Drake versus Lil Wayne. I, um, me, John, Trey, Diamond, and uh, Yanni went to that one. Uh, that first week of college. Um, Club Paradise Tour is my number two. That was 11th grade, I think. It was me, Terrell, John. I think that was 10th grade, and I didn't go to Club Paradise with Cole. Cole was there, too. But, yeah, I, don't think I, I got my purple owl. You know, you can't get it nowhere, my purple owl. Yes, I was so salty, bro. Y'all had to, like, tuck <laughs> it to the The best. Yeah, just oh, Trey didn't go to that. Trey went to that. Trey got one. Yeah, that concert was hard. Derrick did that. Me, Trey, and Terrell, huh? Derrick did the Drewski. Yeah, nobody else could go get it. Oh yeah, no, nobody else can get it. <laughs> I should have got a different color than the I should have got a different color too. I bought the purple. I should have got black or red. I wanted the red. I got black or red. I regret it to this day getting purple. But that's I was like, that's merch though. That merch. Yeah, that no, you know, they, never, they don't even make nothing like that no more. Yeah, now, they don't make so nothing. Crazy. And then uh, number one is Astro World, but which know, one? They don't, man. Both of them. Okay. The second one was more lit because I think it was, it was the girls in front of us that nobody talked to. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so. 
Hey, if, it, if, it yeah. was, if I was who I am now, like, quarantine made me appreciate this. Because when these concerts get back to going, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in that suit. I'm Steph. Hawks game, I'm shooting. I'm shooting at everything. <laughs> ammo. Unlimited ammo. We that shoot. <laughs> separate the, the participant from the podcast. Thank you. Yep, yep. Music <laughs> can take it out. Oh, but trust. <laughs> Derek, Derek, I'm ashamed. You missed somebody from the new music dropping tonight, bro. The Kid Leroy. Come on. I said that. Oh, for real? Yeah. I said, F-Love. Oh. oh, okay, bet. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Hey, he'll probably say it too fast. That's why you missed it. What you say, Jay? We didn't talk about something, though. Oh, we didn't talk about Kimmel. Oh, Jay, 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 talk it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like doing the gossip girl stuff. I just wait till they say it. Because if because if he really did that, he cooked. Oh my god. He yeah, it's over. With. It's right. <laughs> I tweeted, but yeah, that shit crazy. Oh, Twitter man. been great. Twitter been wild last week. Praying, yeah, praying for Meg. Hope she's okay. Because yeah. I want nobody playing on my girl. Talking about oh, making jokes about her. So I'll go to Megan Stallion concert. I go to a Rico Nasty concert. Oh my I go god! To Look at the girls. Yeah, now, now you wanted something, Derek. That's the smartest thing you said. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. I go there. What you said? What you said, Derek? I said I go to med concert to look at all the girls. It's gonna exactly. be exactly like that's the reason. Really John said you wanted something. And she'll bring somebody out though. No cap, she'll bring somebody out. Who? But imagine backstage at a med the style you come. Baby, brother. Backstage at a who concert? <laughs> <laughs> I was so I didn't hear what the mind said. Imagine backstage at a mid concert. Oh, the baby. I, oh, the baby. Yeah, but they definitely making you drive the boat, probably. Okay, she made me look like a thought. Look like a thought. Yeah, but she don't grab got your face. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, my head, look, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, sure can't grab me like that. Hey, now nah, somebody was like, "Y'all boys really be driving the boat like girls?" I'd be like, "Man, look, Meg, tell me drive the boat." And she driving them. I don't care. Gang, 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 gang. God. <laughs> I have to. If there was one person I could go with, it'd be Ronald. Boy, oh God. Who? Ronald. Scrap. Go to... Oh, go with him to what? A concert? That backstage with Meg. That boy, Ronald, like. <laughs> <laughs> now, y- y'all gotta go watch his close friends uh, today. What he posted? <laughs> I don't think I made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I know I'm not on there. <laughs> I should have screenshot. It was funny. They was texting. They was texting an old number of like their uncle, but his uncle got a no, new number. We know who's the op for close friends? I'm not. I mean, it's nothing like bad. It's funny. You are. Nah, I don't. I don't leak information unless it's something like <laughs> funny. So it's like they text me a group message. Derek and informant. Group message. It's a family group message with his uncle, but his uncle got a new number. So the girl that got the new number texts back and was like, "I'm sorry, I don't think I'm supposed to be in this chat." And they was like, "Oh, then who is this?" And she said, "My name is whatever." So then they was like, "Send a picture," and she did it and sent the picture. And they was like, "You cute, you cute, you got a man, you married." She was like, "I don't believe in marriage." And Ronald was like. 
I like that. He was like, I respect that. I feel that. So then my aunt, my auntie Tookie was like, she was like, oh, well, you um you single? She was like, yeah, why? She was like, well, we got some handsome young men in here, especially my son Ronald. <laughs> so then she sent the picture to Ronald. Ronald said, I know my mom when they sent these four pictures of me. It was all four pictures of him, like in his military uniform, like the four worst pictures that she could possibly have. And she sent them the girl that text back, he said, I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. But Angel had me. Oh, oh, you got reopened trading for uh, Bankhead. Huh? Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. Where yeah, are my powers? Trading, <laughs> Yo, when we hooping though, like I'm trying to hoop again. Bro, Jace. Hey, oh, Jace. No, Jace, Jace, Jace. I drove to three parks today, bro. All of the rims were off of the goals, bro. Where? Yes, three parks. No. Taking them no. off. I told y'all that. No, Bruh, ain't no way. Ronald Bridges. Don't you around other people. Ronald Bridges. Jim outside. My must arrest the murderers. And the inside clothes. Taylor and open trading in 2K. One of those don't hit the same, Trey. <laughs> you know which one. Y'all can try Ronald Bridges. I haven't tried Ronald Bridges, but I was definitely in Gwinnett, and they was hooping. So Ronald Bridges um got... Their rims. You with people in Gwinnett? I think. Gwinnett. All in Gwinnett just to play basketball? God. No. I'm talking <laughs> when I was out there. Like, I was at a park like two weeks ago, and the goals were not off of the Gwinnett rims. Ronald Bridges has goals, but it's um, a bolt lock. They have a. Or a oh. Lock. oh. They lock the door. They lock the gate. Yeah. I hopped it. Ain't no way. Hey, 20 feet in there. You hop that, I'd be like, good luck <laughs> coming down. <laughs> Alright, getting back. Bro, you gonna be tired after the game trying to climb back over, bro. You gotta be bent. <laughs> Not gonna do that. Somebody coming in there with uh with the with the pliers to cut yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and your city gonna take you to jail so fast. <laughs> That's breaking it in. Huh? I'm like, that wasn't me. That hole was here when I got here. They got camera. <laughs> for real? Yes. Let's over with it. Uh, is that a podcast? It is. Uh, is there any news breaking? I guess not. Let's check Twitter real quick. Uh, make sure you are registered to vote. Like Trey said, arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor. Um, and shout out to the MLB players of the Yankees and Nationals for kneeling for the MLB home opener. Speaks volumes. Um, and make sure you register to vote. I think I said that twice. Uh, and this will conclude episode 68 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We are available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Follow us on Pack Life Powder, Pack Life Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Beside me, we got first arrival, my boy Jace. Uh, bottom right, we got my boy Damon Dice. What's going on? What's going on? Hey, man. Hey, man. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Diagonal, we got my brother cut call Cutthroat, use your sanitizer. Below me, we got Mr. Johnny Morris himself, John. Arrest the murders of Breonna Taylor. And also, uh, the Bears are going to have a great NFL season. Oh. One of those are not like the other.
one of those. I don't like that, but you can expand on that point next week. And last but not least, we got my boy, Trey. He need, who needs his powers and who beat me at FIFA? Kim. Uh, also, arrest the murders of Breonna Taylor. Open training in 2K. Get me um, commish powers. Bruiser, hop back on FIFA tonight. Don't handle DJ, man. Yeah, shout out to our boy JB that left early without saying nothing. Because he uh, did. And Clay already took, took what I was going to say. And I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for rocking with us. Episode 68. We going strong on Zoom. Uh, We out of here. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh.